Hi, it's Evan. Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch Podcast is presenting a live, live comedy, comedy show, show on May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's Baker Falls Fever Dream Lounge. Now you've heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> we have such amazing guests for you, such as Liza Traeger, Cindy Washington, James Wan, and Esther Fallick. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a night for the girls. I can't wait to see you May 22nd, Wednesday. Get your tickets now. Link is in our Instagram bio, or you can search us up on Eventbrite. Go find them, girls. Love you. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm a seven and named Evan. LOL. Um, guys, it's Halloween today. How cool is that? Is everybody miserable? I feel like the vibes, the morale is low for Halloween this year. Yeah. I mean, I got invited to three Halloween parties, but none of them have anything to do with me. And the one that maybe does have something a little bit to do with me doesn't have anything to do with me. Is that too many not to do with me? No, that's, I mean, it's way too many. One is too many, but to have that many is devastating. I'm mad. But it is like, I feel like that's happening to everybody right now. It's just like, this year is not the year. Well, it's like the party my friends are going to is the one I don't want to go to. And then the ones I want to go to, my friends aren't going to. It's just like, is it because we're 25 or is it because it's 2023? One listener said we should get me a pop star mic because I don't know how to hold the microphone. And that could be really big. Um, I've literally always said this, though. Yeah, no, we can. Just make sure they're XLR. <laughs> <laughs> you know I won't know what that is. <laughs> um, we thought it would be so fun because it's Halloween to get into the cosmic universe. So we are deciding to take a quick short break from reviewing an episode and instead dive Come in. On. Evan is holding my toenail clippers right now. Spooky season is upon us. Um, Please don't cut anything right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we thought uh, we'd take a break from reviewing episodes and dive into all the girls' signs. um, Because, you know, there's nothing more Halloween than space. Astrology. (laughs) Astrology. But we hope you have an amazing October 31st. And really quick, a friend of the pod, Michael Aber, um, let us know that they work with someone named Lydia who loves the podcast. We just want to shout you out. We love you, girl. I, should I cut my fingernails now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's dive. Scary law. Let's dive into the episode. Today we are joined by a dear sh- friend, one by- of our first friends okay. in the city. Yeah, literally one of our first mutual friends in the goddamn city. I, friend I of the pod for real. We're not friend of the pod for real. Before I even met Amelia, I met Cole like two weeks apart, but we kind of all met at the same open mic. Yeah, literally two gays, one mic. Um, two but gays, one mic. listen up, y'all. Put your lis- listening. Listen up, y'all. Because this, this is, is it. it. Cole is Prot is here with it. <laughs> hey, Cole. Hi, Eva. Um, Thank you for having me. We're literally so excited. This episode's a little bit different. It's a little bit special. Um, Cole is kind of actually an astrologer and a really literal, a really famous one too. You may have seen them on TikTok once or twice. Once or twice. I love when you talk on TikTok not as you, but as the moon. Thank you. <laughs> so powerful. Well, and as you, but especially when you're a moon, I am listening. Well, I think, um, wait, are there certain words I am and not allowed to say? Say whatever you want on this. I feel so cunt when I put that green screen filter on. <laughs> I, whatever I was like, I was like, oh, that big full moon, just my eyes and my mouth. I'm like, baby, I can emote so much with just... <laughs> 
like just like moving my mouth. Right, just, like, you're like, I'm doing so much character work right now. Well, and also, <laughs> listen, we have to play the social media game. That is where I get my most views. Really? People, for some oh, reason, right. people see me and they're like, oh, a balding twink. I got to swipe. But they see the moon and they're like, I'm here. I'm, I'm present. I'm watching. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know what? This is what I would say. I completely forgot my thought. Oh, I when you were like, "Am I? Can I use any word?" I'm like, "They're gonna say cunt." <laughs> Wait, yeah. And then maybe maybe the f swear slur might fall in here once or twice. I will say we have a small percentage of boomer listeners um, um, who might be sensitive to swear words, but they've never contacted us because I don't think they know how. That's okay. That's their yeah. Challenge the boomers. Reach out. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're listening, find out how you can interact in the <laughs> podcast space. <laughs> it's a little quiz. Um, but no, we are so excited to have Cole on today to get this. Read the signs of all the girls. Oh my god! I insert um an explosive sound effect. Fireworks. <laughs> well, the, the, the the drag queen boom, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, when we um, first started this show. We're like. We were coming up with ideas. We were pitching, and we're like, you know, we're gonna need twelve different sound boxes right here to press throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! It's like I'm the voice of a generation. Cole, can you, to get us started, mm -hmm. tell us about your journey with astrology? Yeah. Ooh. So I was raised Catholic, like many boys. Moment in the of silence. Uh huh. Moment of silence. And back at it. And back at <laughs> it. Um, I, but being raised Catholic, I always felt kind of like disjointed from the organization of spirituality. Mm. But I have my own experiences and my own moments where I was like, I, I know that I'm like a witchy spiritual person, but mm. it's not this. Um, and it was in high school and then throughout college where I started to like learn about astrology more and more esoteric forms of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And it was fabulous for me because it was the first time that I saw, oh, I'm allowed to exist in whatever capacity I, I do naturally as opposed to trying to fit in a box because that is what the universe has in store for me. And it was what during the pandemic I was working for, um, I won't name the beauty company, but a very large beauty company <laughs> that was very DMS. toxic and um, not a great work environment. But if you uh, want to send us an ad, we're but, totally but, down for that. Glossier, we want to work with you. It wasn't Glossier. <laughs> it was a different one. Um, starts with the letter L and is very French. Uh, <laughs> you can do the math. Uh, did not like the environment. And I was just like, you know what? I need something to make myself laugh. Because during mm -hmm. the pandemic, it was very dark, didn't like my work environment, the world was just fucked up. And I just started posting really satirical, like, astrology shit on the internet, because it was the first time that I saw wide groups of people discussing astrology and esoteric spirituality, because my world for so long was just like, it is Catholic, it is Christian, it is, you know, like, there's only an organization that you have to follow. So I was like, wait, I know about this shit, I think I'm funny every once in a while. So I just started posting just random shit. And then people were like, wait, would you read my birth chart? And I was like, yeah, I would. Um, here's the dollar amount that you can pay me for that. And uh, I've been self-employed now since 2021, um, doing astrology full time. Uh, oh I just know I everybody it. at home is taking notes. Take notes, take notes. I love that you were in Catholicism and you're like, I do love the spiritual realm, but this can't be it. This can't, it was that. It was not it. I was just like, why do I have to um, become a better, like the only way that you can become a better person in theory through Catholicism is going to, um, what is it? Confession, I think is. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you tell <laughs> this crotchety old man the bad things that you've done, like, you know, calling my sister a bitch and, you know, stealing 20 bucks from my mom. Yeah, you're like 12 and you're in there. What's going on? Exactly. And I'm like, why, why is that what's making me a better person when I could 
in theory, just go up to someone and say, I'm sorry. Ooh. Can we talk about it? It probably has yeah, a lot more impact if you actually apologize to someone. As opposed to like praying the rosary like 50 times. <laughs> yeah. When I was oh. like 14 and I was like, I'm born of sin. I met a baby. They're really sweet. <laughs> I was so exactly. like, I was like, let me, <laughs> let me put my thinking cap on for wait a, a second. Minute, a I'm like, I actually don't think I'm evil. I think I'm a really nice girl. And I think my natural in- inclination. Inclinacies? Inclination. Inclinations no, like, are to be don't actually. Don't correct her. Apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry for correcting. I will never correct do a woman again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually to be nice and not evil. So what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but that is so fun that you were then able to kind of channel that energy into yeah. kind of the beautiful world of astrology. It's great. I think that. Um, I still celebrate and respect anyone who has their own religious faith, any sort of practice, because I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's all different pathways to the same location. We're all trying to go to, I mean, and if you don't believe in a better place, all power to you, but we're all trying to be the best version of ourselves and end up, you know, on our deathbed, you know, at peace ultimately. And I think regardless of what you practice, as long as that practice holds um, happiness, joy, and love at like the forefront then I think it's it's completely beautiful and valid. So, oh, yeah. Cole, you're way- so charismatic. You literally <laughs> speak like a politician the- for astrologists. Literally, the way I usually am like, you're giving me full body chills to anyone who ever says anything to me, but I'm kidding. But <laughs> when you just spoke right now, I literally, this whole half of my body got chills somehow. Girl, that's just a stroke. Like- <laughs> 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 He's like, and the podcast is over. We're calling 911. Um, yeah, but no, we thought it'd be so fun to kind of marry astrology and girls together because it's like, we have to know what What's up with Marnie? So pivot. <laughs> so, hard pivot to Marnie. So, so hard pivot, but ask the question of. How did you discover girls? Um, I discovered girls through um, this lovely podcast. Woo! Stop. Dead ass. Yeah. So my race Wait. Catholic. Well, yeah. it was actually the other reason Cole took so long to get on here because I was like, oh, I, I would mean, love it, to have you on. You're like, I'll watch the show. No, I literally, I literally <laughs> oh, binge watched the entire uh, show in like, I think it was like two and a half weeks. I'm not remembering this. There was two weeks where Evan was like, Cole is texting me every day about girls. They where just I'm found at. out what's happening. Uh huh. Yeah. You getting your mind blown for the first time and being so fresh off of this. It's so perfect. Oh, <laughs> and listen, I have to say off the bat, anyone who says that the girls are like, horrible people you've never been in your early 20s in new york city Mm. listen i was a horrible listen the extreme of some of the things they do do i agree with no however the 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 motivation behind a lot of the things they do i get it i've been there i've I've been like 21 22 in new york city and like an absolute fucking mess it's called being a girl it's literally it's being a girl (laughs) we're all just girls they're not in prison except for their own minds well, and yeah, that's different. And really, they're not locked up. <laughs> their own mental jails. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm such in a mental jail <sighs> every day. I get really sad. So wait, um, does it get? I know you're only a year older than us, but does it get easier? <laughs> aren't you? I'm gonna leave than that you? for you to discover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, am, am I a year older than? I I thought I was like two years older than y'all. Twenty five. You're twenty six. Twenty six. Oh, fabulous. Oh my god. Oh, the gap is not as large as we thought. You every actually this happens every time I reveal my age to you. You're like, I and always it's like, assume and it's been eight years. And it's like, no, I'm only a year younger than you. <laughs> and I was, I was like, you're eighteen and I'm forty. <laughs> well, That's how I feel sometimes. I think it's look really young because I use a lot of retinol. 
Mm. Yeah, and you got a haircut. Uh, comment below if you like Evan's haircut. I know. I hate to say this, and it sounds narcissist, but I actually think I came out as hot. I posted a recent Instagram photo, and a buzz I got, and it sounded people reaching out, being like, "This has changed everything for you." Wait, the twink one? Yeah, the photo I just the twink photo today. And by the way, I took all three of those photos, and the setting is my bed. <laughs> Amelia was like, "We have to make an American apparel," so she took literally ripped all the posters off her wall so we could have white walls. I was That's like, a sister. I That's was a like, sister Amanda right Seyfried, there. get out of here. <laughs> I was like, Lord, get out. We got to do American Apparel. Uh, three Heim sisters are somewhere in a trash can right now. I'm like, now. my yeah. friend Tessa Bell is in my Brandy Bell Bell pajamas. We got to get her. Move. We got to get the shot. Um, no, we love it. Wait, so are you loving, girl? Did you finish all the way through? I finished all the way through. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we have an amazing question to ask you. Girl, what girl are you? I think at the current state of my life mm. um i'm very shoshana mm. just kind of like always kind of like doing something different a little bit overthinky um i think shoshana has the best head on her shoulders and maybe that makes me a narcissist so you could call me a little bit hannah in that sense you're being so true but i think that um where i'm at in my life shoshana mm. that being said when i was watching the show when i was like you know what when i was you know freshly in new york city who was I like? No, I know. Jessa. Mm. Oh, you know what? I Who are you thinking? Hannah. Um, you really, you know, and, and this is from an outsider perspective looking in, just Hannah. an outsider report, but you do have a little Hannah energy because you know, you oh, know I what? do have Hannah energy. The way you operate through the time, it's like you know exactly what you want mm. and that we see that. It's I, recognized. I that think my, my um, sentiment towards Jessa is because I, baby, I like to party. Ooh. And like, I like when I first moved to New York, I was like, this is the baby. first time in my life that I can go out try right. new things that was like and I had like a lot of shit that I was not working through at the point in time which as Jessa we all know Jessa loves to not work through stuff famously <laughs> loves to not work through stuff um, <laughs> that's I, I would, her whole deal that's her whole, her whole she's shtick. like and I don't want to learn anything now <laughs> she's like growth no cocaine <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but I definitely do feel I would say yeah I, I agree with like the Hannah sentiment um, I think that there is a, a part of me that can be very like tunnel vision and very much like this is what I want to get done this is what I want to achieve I mean shit this summer I was like working and I was like no one saw me for like two months no you mm. when you and need people, to get something you get it done cool but like then it's like my whole entire world and I forget like oh you have friends you should socialize the only person I don't relate with is Marnie Totally. <laughs> all, all tea, all shade. If you are Marnie, respect, love, celebrate. She's the one girl that I'm like, really? Really, Marnie? Respect, love, love celebrate. Love Marnie. <laughs> Respectfully so. It's really hard to be a girl like that. We what, 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 what's difficult about being a girl like that? It's just really hard to be brunette like her. <laughs> and really? you have to remember Famously her, the thing most girls are. And her dad, her dad literally <clears throat> abandoned her. And have you yeah. met her mom? Rita Wilson isn't the most kind girl. Okay, but she kind of, listen, I, I think that her mom kind of is like, hey girl, you need to get your shit together. And hey girl. ultimately, Marnie does. Does and she? She needs to get her shit together. Oh, no, no. She needs to. She oh, okay, doesn't. She doesn't. I was uh, like, to be I don't clear, know. she does not. She, <laughs> I, I like to pretend that she did after the show ended. Me too. Yeah, we just missed. We missed, we missed her coming of age film. We missed when she figured it all I out. I think she picked it up back up with Megan. I think she was making robots afterwards. She Marty? went to Vassar. She got a robotics degree. Uh -huh. She's doing her damn thing. And she made a robot Wait. that's trying to kill her 
That's an amazing niece. theory. It's like Megan is the sequel to Girls for Marnie. Like that yeah. is Marnie with her niece. It really mm-hmm. kind of is. Marnie would be bad with kids too. It's perfect. <laughs> She's really. I think they would all be Hannah's bad with child. kids. Well, we oh. watch Hannah be bad with kids. Well, <laughs> and, she, it's it it. And we watched Jessica be bad have with to kids. Save, we have to save that for the later episodes. <laughs> save that for the later episodes. Um, oh yeah, wait, I'm gonna wait, try wait. not to spoil it. We said at the beginning, but we did say spoiler alert. Oh yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. Before we get into the episode, we just want to do a quick spoiler alert. This is an astrology episode where we will be looking at the girls throughout the entire series and in the way that it relates to the stars in the sky. So if you are watching from the beginning and do not want anything spoiled, beware. That's mostly for my dad. And uh, let's, <laughs> let's dive into the episode. Cross dissolve. Uh, <laughs> That's a cross dissolve. She's my PowerPoint friend. That She's is my favorite it. filter to use or like transition. Cross, right. cross dissolve. What is the other one? Three um, stripes. I love three stripes. I love swipe left. Swipe left. What, what's the, is, is it Spiral. just called fade? Oh yeah, uh, fade. fade. I but love I like a caption like, fade. I like like a three second fade. Mm. Ooh, mm. you're spicy. Mm. I like a three second. I like mm. it to be like just slow enough that it kind of feels like, you know that's the industry standard. Three seconds? Yeah. Period. I'm industry standard. <laughs> um, this is okay. an amazing drag queen name. Well, instead of asking... Welcome to Sage Industry Standard. Instead of asking what girl we are, I think we should say our Zodi- We should all say our Zodiacs, and yeah. then we should dive into the girl's Zodiacs. Do we feel yeah. good about that? I love that. All right. Well, what are you? So... Um, I will preface. Um, you said just sun sign. I like to go overboard because mm-hmm. I'm an Aries moon. I like to go extreme. I did give their big three. So okay. I broke down their big Perfect. three. Perfect. Um, Girls, we are so lucky. You are so blessed. You you said, here's the homework assignment. I said, I'm going to give you extra, extra credit. credit. Extra <laughs> fucking credit. Um, I'm a Gemini, famously a Gemini. Gemini sun. Gemini sun, Aries moon, Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. So oh, some days you're going to get... Rising were, I thought rising was sun, of course. Uh, it's... Well... It's not. No. And I don't know anything about astrology. That's why we have you. <laughs> so yeah. uh, quick little, because so, then we're just going to focus on sun and rising. Well, really quickly, can you explain really quick oh, that'd be what awesome. the sun is, what the <laughs> moon means, and what the rising means? So your sun sign, that is what most people know. That is what your birthday is, and it represents your core ego, core identity, the energy that you'll always revert back to, mm-hmm. like in your purest state. So me as a Gemini son, I'm talkative, communicative, iconic, legendary, witty, (laughs) funny, but also super scattered and like Mm. all over the place. The moon represents your emotions, your emotional body, how you react to things, what you need for a sense of security. (laughs) So me as an Aries moon, I won, I first and foremost need a lot of independence, but I also can be very emotionally reactionary. Something pisses me off. I'm like, huh! Like the uh, the other day, my boyfriend, if you're listening to this, hi Yanni. Um, I was like really stressed, and I was cooking, and I and I dropped um the spatula, mm. and I just like screamed fuck, like just, and, and he was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Like the second after, that's very Aries Moon. Aries Moon is like motion, get it out, and then like we'll just move forward. And then your rising sign, it's it's not a planet. It's the constellation that was rising over the eastern horizon at the time oh. you were born. So oh. that's why astrologers were always like, what is your birth time? Mm. As close to accurate as possible. So it represents kind of how you instinctually, exi- inst- instinctually exist, mm-hmm. how wow. you show up in the world, how you navigate, and how you perceive it. So me as a Virgo rising, I'm hypercritical. 
I, when you first meet me, I kind of tend to be like a little bit more wallflowery, kind of observe, see how I can jump in the scenario, but very service oriented, hardworking, trying to make sure that I can find purity and perfection and ways to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rising sign is the sign that you should really pursue a lot of in your life to rise into, pun intended, Ooh. the best version of yourself. Wow. Sun, moon, rising. Again, chills only on the left side. <laughs> <laughs> Get that checked out. <laughs> We're all just having strokes. Um, so I am an airy sun. Love. And I am exactly that. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Anyways, uh, should we go get a coffee? Yeah. Um, and then I'm a Scorpio moon. I knew you had Scorpio in your chart. So then I'm kind of like randomly like... Ooh. And that's for the video watchers. Which we had to eliminate from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am a Cancer Rising, which you, I don't know a lot about. You have the same big three as my boyfriend. Oh my god. He's, he's an Aries Sun, Scorpio Moon, Cancer Rising. Damn. So you probably know like a lot about my whole thing. Yeah. Intense, but like really just wants a hug at the end of the day. That's so Aww. mean. Loves to snuggle up and like bundle up. But also like if someone crosses you. Oh. Baby, it's game over. Piss, that piss is this so diva real. off and baby, you will remember and you will never see them again because you're probably six feet under. There are people that wronged me six years ago that have recently just like stepped into the state of New York. Oh, and I, and, and and I have, have been like, I have been like, oh, we're at war. <laughs> you never forget. Never forget. Never anything. forget. Um, Evan, what about you? What are your big three? My Sun sign is Demi. Demi. Oh, I thought you said Demi. Demi. I, was like, I was like, Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato. <laughs> Are you a Lovatic? My moon is Selena. <laughs> and my rising is Bridget Bendler. Period. Ooh, Disney stars. Um, okay, and then my moon sign is Scorpio. Period. And then my rising We're is both Gemini. Scorpio moon. But I say all this and I, I'm like, I can't reenact like Amelia did. I can't give a three woman act play like she just did because I don't know what any of that meant. Right. Well, you will after today. Well, after today, yeah. Gemini. We talked about Gemini Sun, witty, iconic, legendary. Gemini Rising, social. I love a Gemini Rising because you're the type of person where I'm like, oh, I have to go somewhere with a lot of strangers. I'm going to bring you with me because mm. a Gemini Rising ultimately mm. wants to communicate, wants to meet people, wants That's to throw so witty retorts. But that Scorpio moon. That is so you. That adds like that, like um, that mysterious like depth that Evan has, that sort of like, Ooh. what's going on there? There's I don't like know there's, either. there's something <laughs> something curious happening in that little noggin of yours. Um Scorpio moons tend to be very, very private. So I would I would assume that it would take you um if something's going wrong in the apartment, it might take a minute for y'all to be like, hey, should we sit down and talk about it? Yeah, some things are just coming to the surface. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not really a private person. I'll tell my deepest secrets at a first. I've never met um, someone before. I won't no, tell my deepest when, secrets. When something happens emotionally to you, you literally will not talk about it for two days. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, that made me feel like this. Well, I need time to process. That's yeah. very Scorpio yeah, moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that time to process. Yeah. Build out the trust. Ooh. Okay, that was so fun. That was so fun. Before we dive into what sign each of the girls are, we are going to take a quick break. Hi, it's Evan. Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch Podcast is presenting a live Live comedy comedy show show. on May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's 
Baker Falls Fever Dream Lounge. Now you've heard everything. <laughs> we have such amazing guests for you, such as Liza Traeger, Cindy Washington, James Wen, and Esther Fallick. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a night for the girls. I can't wait to see you May 22nd, Wednesday. Get your tickets now. Link is in our Instagram bio, or you can search us up on Eventbrite. Go find them, girls. Love you. Who do you want to start with? Okay. Let's start with Jessa. Let's start with, with Jessa. Jessa. <laughs> Jessa's my favorite. <laughs> I have this a few options perfect. for Jessa. We'll get Ooh. into it. Ooh, okay, so we're going to go through each of the girls one at a time. We're starting would, with Jessa. I would guess she's a Gemini. Mm-hmm. I would guess she is a Gemini. Okay, so I didn't have Gemini for Jessa. Okay. However, I did have the sister sign, Sagittarius, as mm. her moon. Because we see Jessa a lot is, um, well, we talked about it. She hates addressing her feelings and she hates really? getting to the surface and though Sagittarius moon is a very wise like some of the things that Jessa says you're like wait a minute are you intelligent and like really really wise and smart through your experience but actually just avoiding all of the shit underneath the surface so I had her as a Sagittarius moon which is the sister of Gemini very very similar okay so we did okay guessing yeah close wait, they have sisters yeah all there's the sisters. a family tree what's my what's an Aries sister sign Libra <laughs> So, oh my god, wait. Ooh. I literally every time I have one coworker, like when I That's worked a at a receptionist, Libra. Libra. It's like, oh, I'm like at the coffee shop, like working with this person. Libra. Every, every time. podcast assistant is a Libra. <laughs> I believe that. Um yeah, there's the so the sister signs, um what, how do why what makes them a sister sign? So in astrology, we work with like a 360 degree circle, mm-hmm. right? And 180 degrees is completely oh. opposite. So when a sign is opposite, it makes it the sister. So you have Aries, 180 degrees separated is Libra. Mm-hmm. It's like a then complementary have, color. Exactly. Great way to, great way <laughs> to look at perfect, it. And it's perfect because you can celebrate your birthday on their half birthday. <gasps> Hello. 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 <laughs> That's the tea, baby. Yeah. So the complementary sister signs. Sister signs are always work very, very well together. Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had Jessa as a Sagittarius moon. I had her as a Taurus sun. And okay. the reason I had her as a Taurus son is when you think about Jessa. She's and, really stubborn. Well, she's incredibly stubborn, but she also seems like that kind of person who really doesn't want to like plan or think forward. Yeah. And she's kind of just like, I'm here in this moment. What do I want and what's going to make me feel good? And Taurus energy is very stabilizing, earthy, present, grounded energy. It's oh, like, she is so that. Here is where I am. This is what I need to feel good about myself and to experience the world. Wow. And then I had her as a Pisces rising. So Taurus sun, Sagittarius moon, Pisces rising. Okay. Why? Pisces risings are messy. Ah! <laughs> um, Pisces energy. Um, so if Virgo is the sister of Pisces, Virgo is all about purity and health. Um, not to say that Pisces, all Pisces are like not healthy, but the flip side of that, the sister of that is like the dark side. So substance mm. abuse, intoxication, mm. always like evasiveness of your issues by turning to certain things. Wow. So for her to kind of like always naturally show up in that state of like, well, yeah, I'm going to be high today. Yeah, I'm going to go have, you know, a, a fifth of whiskey by myself, whatever mm. it might be. So, so Pisces rising, especially when you pair together the consideration of she avoids her feelings. She would pre- prefer to be like, go, 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 doing a bunch of things, uh-huh. experiencing the world. I think Taurus Sun, Sagittarius Moon, Pisces Rising makes sense for her. Wow. That does add up. And the so the rising <laughs> is the thing that you want to like gr- step into as you get older. Yeah. So if we're looking at the arc of the series, mm-hmm. how do we think Jessa like is being that way? 
I think you, the the beauty of Pisces comes through um, the this concept of like to serve or to surrender, right? Mm-hmm. Where you kind of have to be willing to let go of your ego mm-hmm. as a Pisces and with Pisces energy in order to really embrace that Piscean service energy and that really healing energy that can come from Pisces, which says, hey, I'm tossing my hands up. I'm admitting that I don't have control and I'm not able to do that. Mm. I don't really think that Jessa did the whole lot of that towards the end of the season Holy series. Yeah. But I, I would think say maybe that one scene when they're all gathered in the, ba- the bathroom, yep. Shoshana's, what is it, engagement party or bridal mm-hmm. party or whatever it is. She's kind of more surrendered in that space. I'd I think say, in that space after where the she, movie. I mean, and I will also say, I feel like week to week we have brought up multiple times, like, yes, Jessa is so this and so like messy, but then she'll say these really elegant lines to her friends that are actually really helpful, mm-hmm. and like she is showing up for them and like actually giving them good advice, even if it's through this kind of yeah, like sardonic all the experience. Lens. Really is playing out, yeah. and yeah. I think um, you know when I do. Shameless plug. I do astrology readings. We're going to talk about it again. Um, whenever I talk to people with Piscean energy, I always say, um, and, and any sort of water sign energy really, which is Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio, you have such an affinity for right healing and nurturing the world. Right, mm-hmm. Jessa has that capacity to be present like a Taurus sun with people when she sees that there's pain. It is so hard for a Pisces to accept and acknowledge their own pain and their own suffering, right? Which is part of the learning of Pisces, where for her, what I would have loved for that arc is like maybe having that, like like a really true coming to Jesus moments. I think we get like little moments of it, like even when she's with Adam and they're like beefing it out and like, I mean, throwing shit and like fighting like there there are moments where you know she breaks down you're like oh is this going to be like a turning point and i think that's the pisces kind of like seeping through a little bit Mm -hmm. but then she just kind of like reverts back so i think she always tiptoed towards that pisces sense of like you know what i have to surrender i have to acknowledge that i can't just keep navigating and going through the motions Mm -hmm. Because when we think about the symbology of, is that right? No, no. Symbolism? Symbology. Symbo- when we think about the symbology. We need a dictionary at the end of this podcast with all the words <laughs> oh, we created. We decided to create. And you're about to get 40 of them in this episode. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, when we think about the symbology of Pisces, it's two fish that are constantly like, you know, chasing each other and circling oh. each other. So, you know, that that cycle of like, ooh, keep going, right? And it's it's supposed to be the cycle of like death and rebirth in a sense, because Pisces is the last zodiac sign before we start the new astrological calendar. So I think Jessa always tiptoed to that spot, Mm -hmm. especially when she got in moments that I think her Taurus energy was like, oh shit, I'm not safe. Like It was like, I'm actually kind of going a little bit too far. But I don't think she ever really truly had that coming to Jesus moment. Mm. Yeah, because you know what we see, like even this season, it's like... You have an eyelash. Keep going. She went to rehab at the end of last season and mm-hmm. she's back and it's like she's kind of better, but she didn't learn anything. She didn't fully surrender. Nothing really changed her. And then, of course, we see she just relapsed in the part we're at with Jasper or whatever. And it's yeah. just like yeah. very much like we see this. I feel like Jess's arc in the three seasons we've seen so far has been so like up, down, up, down, up, down. And like, she doesn't have the friends with the knowledge to be like, this is what you're doing. This is what you're running away from. Yep. Let's push through this pattern and like learn something new about ourselves. Like when you're 22, you don't have friends that know how to navigate that for you. Well, yeah. So I feel yeah. like she is kind of trapped in that like up and down the whole series. <sighs> 
I'm like tired hearing. Not like tired of you. <laughs> like, I'm like, tired of talking about Jessa. Like, her, like <laughs> thinking about her is just like, so exhausting. This girl isn't learning a lesson. Yeah. It's hard to watch. I mean, it's entertaining, but it's sad. It's great TV, but it's, that's why people really don't like the sixth season because none of them learn. I mean, people learn a lesson, but not enough. Uh, but you really made me make a point. Like she's not stepping into her rising sign, to use your yeah. point. It's like she is not becoming this better version of herself. Well, and uh, something that I always like to think about with astrology is there is like, um, it's because I'm a Gemini. One day when I write a book, I'm not going to say the name of the book, but I want to <laughs> no talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 there's always this like the, the the shadow side and like the light side of each of the zodiac yeah. signs, and mm-hmm. the shadow side of Pisces is kind of this very deep. Not to say I don't think she's self deprecating at all but this sort of like self-harming type energy of like going into the cycles and like letting yourself kind of exist in that space of like well it's just the way it is you know it's just life throwing its curveballs at me and i guess this is all that i can do to like really adapt with it whereas what pisces says is like you know what the pure side of pisces is like i have this affinity and this attraction to certain toxicities I have to make sure that I I don't lean towards those and that yeah. I am actively acknowledging the root of where that tension is coming from because Pisces lives in such an ethereal space, like such like right. their own. Whenever I talk to Pisces, I'm like, you daydream a lot. You just like lose yourself in your own world. They're like, yeah, all the fucking Whoa. time. That's so Jessa. Well, and because she lives in her own world, yeah, that's where I think we get those like little bits every once in a while of that Taurus grounding her. Mm-hmm. But I think she just lives in too much of a Pisces. You made an interesting point. Gemini, thinking she's Gemini. I was about Gemini. to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, in astrology, um, all of the planets move at different speeds, different times. The sun sign is never too far away from Venus or Mercury. And Venus and Mercury are two personal planets. They represent communication and then like love. Um, with the, if the sun is in Taurus, Venus and Mercury are either going to be in Aries, Taurus, or Gemini. So I would lean to the fact that her Gemini or her Venus, her Mercury are probably in Gemini. And she totally. like just that Taurus sun that comes through every once in a while. Well, I think mm-hmm. Amelia's impul- Amelia and I's impulsion to say that she's a Gemini is because we see her have, again, this flip-flopping between mm-hmm. these different, like she says one day she is going to get clean and like live this better life and she gets this job working at a children's store and the next she's like reindulging herself in substances and like hooking up with this old guy and stealing money from the business or it's like she's not consistent she has the tumult but what you're explaining also makes a ton of sense like she is just yeah, so i honestly said it because i feel like there is a trope in the online space that gemini's are the worst sign and you have to no, run no, we're you, so you true. have to run away from gemini. them you have to run away from them don't let a gemini in their life they will come and blow things up and disappear and Jessa does seem like well, that type of Cole, girl. I, this is just uh-huh. a follow-up question of that. But as someone who is also a Gemini, fellow Gemini, so much of my life, I was so much more nervous to come out as a Gemini than gay to people. <laughs> um, and then I kind of ran into this wall where we're kind of living through a Gemini renaissance, I would say, where people are actually kind of leading like, you know what? Actually, all along, I did like, I was in a closet about, but actually I really did like Gemini all along. You know, my closest friends are Gemini. And I think because it was so like tropish, it's like pit bulls. Yeah. Gemini's were pit bulls for so long. We were like, no, pitbulls are evil. People are eating people. And then we're like, no, pitbulls are actually the coolest dog because they got such a rebel little mm-hmm. rouser around them. And now we're like, JK, we love Gemini's. But it's like everyone's a little secretive about it. Well, what mm. I um so when we think about the the symbology of the zodiac. Symbology of the zodiacs. Um, Gemini is one of three signs that is represented by a physical human person. But oh. Gemini is um the twin. 
right? So you have the two sides of humanity, the good and the bad. Mm. Do they have names, the twins? Sorry. Wait, what? Do the twins have names? Uh, Gemma and Nye. Are you kidding? No, I don't know. Gemma? <laughs> I don't know. I just oh. made that up. <laughs> the so twins' like, names are Gemma and Nye. Whole time my jaw dropped. Gold, my jaw dropped. Gemma and I. It's Gemma and I. Like, it's right there. <laughs> Gemma and I. Duh, obviously. That's how we go for Halloween. It's Gemma, Gemma, Gemma and I. Gemma and I. Period. Um, right now, our Halloween costume ideas is to both be Lorelai Gilmore. From the same scene. And from the same scene. <laughs> the same exact scene. Yeah, because I and ordered... And then show up to the party at different times <laughs> and get in a fight. <laughs> that is Gemma and I energy. <laughs> I ordered one tie-dye t-shirt and they sent me two. So. Oh, Perfect. It was You've written done. in the stars. It's written in the Gemini stars. Yeah. Gemini. Um, well, okay. Jessa is is Taurus Sun, Taurus sun. Sagittarius Moon, Pisces Rising. I mean, <sighs> I couldn't have said it better a stubborn myself. Mess. A stubborn mess. A really stubborn mess. I'm gonna blow my It's kind of smart. Back. Yeah, but you guys kind of smart. A little bit of wisdom. A little bit of knowledge. Um. Yeah, I I, I see Gemini for her. It, it, it makes sense. But, I do think she like cares for Hannah and Shosh in a very wise way, even though she is so unable to help herself. Well, and that's to all my Pisces listening out there. Um, Pisces is always going to want to take care of someone else before they take care of themselves mm. because there is that instinctual sort of like, I have to serve the world, be of service to the world. Right. Um, but it's super, super difficult for Pisces to be in their well not be in themselves because they love to like live in their own world but like actually acknowledge like ooh, maybe there's something wrong maybe right. i should help myself and like actually stay in rehab and take it seriously but do you feel like gemini's i mean do you feel like jessa's actually helping others i think so i think she has her her um her moments i think she has a lot of moments where i'm like she's really wise and she has like a really good perspective like um oh i don't know if you're at this point in the in the watch it's where, okay go um, for it where Adam like walks off of the set and she's like, you should make your own movie. Like um, <laughs> that, that one. And then they have like the crazy sex. Um, that's like a moment. Like she does things like that where she's, like, she has a very encouraging spirit and she has a very optimistic spirit. And totally she like has this energy of, it's like, no, no, no. Like she believes in everyone so much. I just like, don't think that she okay, believes in her. Like the Bushwick crack, crack episode. What did you say? It sounds like she has terrible ADHD to me. Oh, <laughs> <so true. laughs> yeah. um, where it's like Shoshana's on crack and she's like, I actually know how to help this girl. I have to leave for a second to ha- talk to mm-hmm, this other mm-hmm, band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can we just like make sure she doesn't get fingered by a DJ, please? Yeah. Like she's like, I know what's happening and I know how to help this girl. Like, let's make sure this is what doesn't happen to her. Mm-hmm. Fingered by a DJ. Fingered by a DJ. I want so many words in a dictionary after today. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think that's enough on Jessa. Should we move on to our next girl? Yeah, I I'm having impulse for Shoshana after Jessa. <gasps> okay, Shosh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what do you think Shosh is? Yeah, what do you think Shosh is? Um, uh, Libra. And I just um, said that because I like the word. I think <laughs> she is a Aries. I think she's a fire sign sun or she has some. <laughs> Just listen to all of them. She has fire in her chart. And I'm really seeing that as well, but she could also be a Taurus at that moment. I know, wait, we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to guess when we barely know anything about any of the signs. And I love that. I, um, I love no. whatever. I'm like, I was like, what do you know about astrology? And someone's like, nothing. I was like, okay, great. No, they Answer always this. Work on idiots so they can ask the stupid questions so the idiots at home can also figure it out too. Yeah. yeah. The way we started guessing and you just started smiling like we were young children. <laughs> 
<laughs> discovering the world for the first time. Literally. Um, no, give it to us. What? What? Her three hold songs. Hand, okay, so I had Shoshana as a Capricorn Sun, Ooh. Gemini Moon, Gemini oh. Rising. Oh, 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 I saw that coming oh. a mile away. Oh, I saw that coming a mile away. Oh my god. I know a Capricorn, and I could totally see that. Um. So the reason that I had Shoshana as Capricorn, Gemini, Gemini, is because one, uh, she's like. She's got that Gemini energy of like, she cannot shut the fuck up. It's like, really? girl, take a goddamn fucking breath for one second. What let do you mean? someone else <laughs> let someone else speak. Let that let, let be rude. Like you can take a breath, Shoshana. And I think we see that a, a, a lot, even with um her relationship with Ray, um, where he's like, calm down. Yeah. Like, it's like just like calm down for a second. And she's like, I have to say one more monologue really quick. Exactly. That is such a Gemini thing to exist in. Like, wait, I just have to get my thoughts out. I just, especially as a Gemini moon. Gemini moons need to be able to communicate everything that they're feeling and thinking and intellectualizing. Even while she's fucking a guy, she's like, and I don't think this will last long term, by the way. He's like exactly. inside her. And that's where that's where I got Capricorn. I, I thought maybe fire sign, but I think that she's a little bit too... Uh, she's too composed for fire sign energy. Mm. For me, Capricorn, this is my impression, is women that work in finance. That is resonating for anyone at home. It's like a woman, but she also um, is good at with numbers. Yeah. I I think <laughs> Capricorn is... Um, you know, and I think that she actually has the most interesting... When I was thinking about her full arc, I was like, no, she actually has that arc of where she starts very... Gemini. And I have this personal philosophy with astrology where when you're younger, you really, really embody your rising sign mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And then when you get older, you become much more comfortable existing as your sun sign. And I think that's what we see with the arc of her character, where she starts off very impressionable, kind of going with the flow, super communicative. She's got a good, sharp mind. Um, but then towards the end of the series, we see her kind of getting like really pissed off by the fact that the other girls don't have the level of ambition that she has. The other girls aren't able to acknowledge when things are wrong and things are right. What I love about her is even when Shoshana is kind of like doing something that she knows isn't super great, like having sex with someone that she knows that she's not going to like stay with, she's she vocalizes it. And she's, mm -hmm. she's like, mm, this is the tea. And she's like, here it is. I'm confused. I don't really know what's going on. Mm -hmm. She's very, very vocal and open and honest, which I think is the beautiful combination of Gemini and Capricorn. And then we get to the end of the series and – have you had the um oh gosh I it, it it all of the, the the entire series and the the timelines are all a blur to me because no, I did watch I, it in two and a half weeks. Right really what now, you're talking about like, is so right. Um did they Shoshana go to the and Ray broke up. She hasn't been to Japan yet. She's about to graduate NYU. She is just a girl right now. Did she have her um freak out on them when they were like having like little girls trip yet? So yes, we, we went to the beach that. house and she's like, Y'all kind of are lame and have done nothing with your life. That is the first like <laughs> moment that we see her Capricorn. Ooh. That is the first moment that we see her Capricorn shine through where she's like, wait, she has that like aha moment of she's, like, oh my fucking God. She's these very people much suck. a character where it's like she's I feel like a lot of the girls are ambitious, but she's ambitious in a way where she feels responsible. Yes. Where she's like, oh, I'm ambitious and I'm going to figure out how to get it. Whereas a lot of people are like, oh, I want this big thing. The the follow through on that. Mm -hmm. No clue. <laughs> well, and then also spoiler alert um, towards the end of the series, when she like runs into her old college friends who are like super successful businesswomen. She's like, that could have been me. <gasps> the jeans girls. The jeans girls. Oh she's like, that could she's like, that could have been. And that is such a Capricorn thing to hold on to where it's like, fuck, I lost a, a very good 
because Capricorn's the like the workhorse, the profession, the career sign. They're like, I wasted two years. Exactly. She's like, I are you fucking kidding me? That could have been me. Mm. And then her sort of like moment of just being like, you know what? I'm done with this friendship. I was, I was like, blessings, peace and blessings to you. Like, hope you live a good life. But having that last sort of like Gemini moment of having fun like in the bathroom. That to me, like really solidified, like, yeah, she, she's got this Capricorn, but she has that Gemini, which is able to sort of acknowledge. It's like, you know what? Let's just enjoy this, this last little moment, mm-hmm. right? And this last little happiness and this last little bit of friendship that mm-hmm. she's at least going to hold on mm-hmm. to. But that Capricorn's still like, but bitch, I'm out. I'm done. Cannot do wow. it. Wow. Oh my god! Like, and you thought she was an Aries. <laughs> yeah, female. We were like, like, she got angry. Watch. She's out. so reactive. <laughs> I was like, I wonder what you do with neighborhoods in Brooklyn, where like it's categorized people. It's like you're Clinton Hill Rising, Williamsburg. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, baby, uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Bushwick Moon through I'm and through. To be no, of you. thank you. I'm sorry. A Bushwick Moon. Yeah, I'm a Bushwick Moon for sure. I think um, I would be. I want to be like a Chelsea son so bad, but I'm not. I'll tell you, I I'm walk like around. I'm like a Hell's Kitchen son. I'm, like, a, Hell's Kitchen I'm son. a West Village <laughs> Rising, right? You're West Village Rising. Yeah. Uh-huh. I keeping um Evan keeps saying I'm not allowed to go there because I'll never come home. <laughs> Can I be toxic? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is toxic towards myself. I think I'm a Long Island City Rising. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait Can to I own land. Can I insult Lance. myself? You're like, yeah, this is a podcast. <laughs> You're like, this is, pa- this is perfect. <laughs> this is yeah, I think perfect. I'm a Long Island City Rising, unfortunately. Um, I think I'm an Upper East Side um, moon. Yeah, I see that for you. Upper West, maybe. You, but you're, you are a Bushwick Rising. You present Bushwick. Yeah, I'm Bushwick Rising, but I'm Upper West Side Moon, and my sun sign is... Um, Williamsburg. Williamsburg. I think you're Williamsburg. Whoa. Yeah, wow. really, that all actually all adds up. Mm-hmm. And it all adds up. I will say, walking around Bushwick, I see a lot of moons. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Speak <whoa>. on it. <laughs> um, okay. Shoshana. Capricorn Sun, Gemini Moon, Gemini Rising. Oh, my God. The Gemini in the space today. Well, and when I was coming up with, like, all of the girls, I also tried to think about how they relate to each other. I know. We need to get to that. We- so Okay. Well, let's go through our other two girls, uh-huh. and then we are going to start bulletin boarding the maps of how that <laughs> integrates with each other. Literally. I think we need to lean into Lena, because it's like, obviously, she wrote these characters with their sun, moon, and rising in mind. They, she had to have. And then she was like, okay, so this Aries sun's going to interact with this Pisces moon, and this is what's going to happen. Period. So we'll get to that, but let's... Jump into Marty. I just need to give Cole a compliment oh, first. Because, yeah. Cole, you are killing this. What do you mean? You're yeah, giving you're the really best analysis this. I've ever heard. Oh, of course. I t- like, baby, you asked me to be a guest on a podcast. I'm coming killed. prepared with like, notes to the analysis. You were literally an expert. You're an Thank expert. You. I, Thank you. I told you the other day that on an astrology comedy show, and the uh-huh. girl at the end of the show had a guest astrology so I have all six comedians. Baby. And she got three rounds. She got it wrong every single She, she single had three person. guesses for each person. She only had six signs, and she had put associate with six different people. So even the math doesn't even add up that she didn't get one. No, she so got me because I smiled because I can't lie. When, yeah, I'm gonna tell I always smile. Yeah, um, you really do. <laughs> Anytime Evan tries that. to like say something like um, mischievous, mm. they smile like, and I'm like Evan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the gem- so that's, the ge- that's the Gemini. That's the Gemini like. Yeah, like they're already laughing at how cool it was that they pulled it off. And I'm like, well, you're not pulling it off now. I, li- I literally like smirk or chuckle before I'm about to tell a joke that I think is the funniest joke in the world. Oh, 100%. And like my boyfriend knows me all the time. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I just thought of something funny. He's like, are you going to share it? I'm like, mm, not right now. <laughs> Maybe later because you're on the bit now. I wanted to yeah, be like wanted to be a, a surprise. surprise. Oh my God, it's just, you have to be on a sitcom. <sighs> I, I, I say that my... Um, my dream role, if I were ever to be on like TV or a movie, is to play um, 
Anna Faris's son in the reboot of the Scary Movie franchise. <gasps> yeah, because I love horror movies. What an obvious pick. But I, thank you. <laughs> but I also love just super like cheesy slapstick like like yes. low-hanging fruit comedy. Mm. Like, and I put Ashley Tisdall in there and that franchise went down. I love Ashley she, Tisdall. Uh, listen, if it's me, baby, that franchise would have been born Sharpie's again. Sharpie's Fabulous Adventure is really <gasps> fucking good. Really good. Mm. And I'll say mm-hmm, that much. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Marnie, what do we think Marnie is? Okay, so um, I'm not going to say Taurus because for me, that's someone who's chill.com. Um, <laughs> no, but she's so... um. She really like believes her whole thing is that she has such a clear understanding of what she thinks is right Virgo. and good and how things should be. Mm-hmm. And then she is so devastated when anything is saying that's not the case. So it's like, what sign does that mean? Hell. Virgo. Virgo. <laughs> Virgo. I got it. Got it. <laughs> So I had Marnie as a Virgo sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. <gasps> okay. Oh my God. I got Virgo. You got Virgo. I got to ride that all day. Um, <laughs> when I think of Marnie, I do think of her as like kind of low-key a player in a Ooh. sense. Mm, wait, she's elaborate. A big, she's like, she's a big flirt. She's always trying to like kind of impress someone she she's, is presenting what she thinks should be it instead of ever doing something genuinely libra, libra fucking rising yeah. mm. libra libra is the sign that represents relationships it is um the sign that rules over the what i call the other which is anyone who isn't yourself because mm. aries is a sign that's me sister signs opposite being a libra rising she really can only focus on her perception and how people perceive her and how she can show off in the best version possible. That is really her. She is always performing friendship or performing she's a relationship. also performing at birthdays. And- <laughs> <laughs> or was it a birthday or was it a birthday? Yeah. Hannah's birthday. Yeah. Hannah's birthday and she's like, please, we do not need to sing right. And she's like, we're no, going to sing right. There's a fight in another room. She's like, wait, she, I have to finish have this to finish. rent. She's like, I have to finish the third verse. Give she me a sec. Always perform. Well, and I think that's where her Libra moon or Leo moon comes in. Mm. Is that, that that yearning and that desire to be seen. I think totally. that's her big thing is that as much as she wants to come off as the perfect person and the most ideal and like everyone loves her, she also needs to be seen and she needs to be That's the music validated. career but all. Music career. I'm going to use air quotes. Uh, and for people just on audio, those were some big ass air quotes. <laughs> I know your hands could expand like yeah. that. <laughs> big hands, I guess. Um, but then the Virgo rising is exactly what you said, where it's like, or excuse me, the Virgo sun, is that she has such a concept and a perception because the sun sign is also your conscious sense of self, mm. right? She's like, this is how it should be. This is how I am. This is what's perfect. This is what's ideal. Com- combined with the Libra rising, which gives way too much of a fuck what other people think. Mm. And the Leo moon, which is like, but I'm I'm, I'm a star. Like I, I deserve oh to God. be seen. I deserve to be represented. Hers was the easiest for me. What I was, was it like, was obvious? Oh, oh, it was so obvious. It was, <laughs> I was just like, bang, 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 done. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly what you said. It is so like this need to be perceived in a certain positive light while needing attention, while like (laughs) not wanting to be seen in the way that somebody who is like a pure Leo or a pure fire sign would be Mm -hmm. like ready for that. What sign is Slim Jim? (laughs) (laughs) This is not sponsored by Slim Jim, but I do have a little snack. (laughs) Protein is all we have. Evan read me for filth when I walked in and I said, oh, no, I have like a muscle milk and a Slim Jim. And I was like, Slim Jim? 
That's so salty. That's disgusting. <laughs> Treat well, that's body the like a temple. Foods or slim jim muscle milk for some. Are slim jim? I feel like a slim jim's like a trucker food though. I'm just yeah, like, but I think that's my Midwest so trucker. Charlie is always getting drunk and then being like, "Let's go to a Seven Eleven and buy a slim jim." I'm Ugh. like, "This is devastating." It's so great we've had all our friends on the podcast, so we can like use our names now. It's like Charlie is always buying a beef jerky stick at like 11 Love. p.m. I'm like, can we be normal? Can guess, we go to Sonic what? and get a slushy with nerds? <laughs> that's normal. That's, no- that's normal. Slim Jim, no. <laughs> slushy with nerds at 11 p.m. It's interesting normal. what we all get because for me at 11 p.m. I want cut up mango. Cut up mango. And then anytime we go out, we're like, let's go get like shitty, like a McFlurry and uh-huh. fries. And Evan's like, why don't I get cut mango? It's like I feel that. the fruit stand is closed, mango. bitch. I um got um fun fact about me, I'm usually high 24/7. Of course. Um, so <laughs> just like uh no Long Island. Wait, no. <laughs> um, and every time that I like get it's really high, yeah. I always have like a healthy snack so I can justify eating all of it. Mm. But when I say a healthy Ooh. snack that I eat all of, it's usually like five. <laughs> You're a horse. Wait, that tastes <laughs> amazing. That's like amazing. Like you're like i binge eat a little different I'm, 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 a, I'm a different girl but then i also pair it with usually like a party size bag of like you have course balance is as we know the most important part of the world yeah. I'm trying to link it back to no, astrology. I just well, the balance is all about Libras. Libras are all about Libra. And is a Libra rising. Ah, we did it. <laughs> um, do you think because Marnie really starts out in season one, we come to understand her character as like this so. very high strung type A, this is how things are done. And then we see her unravel even more or unravel more and more each season. And she ends up kind of being like this weird like wife with an unacceptable. Or divorcee. With yeah, she un- really wants to be a wife, so she'll find it any means possible. Is and that then, a like, sign? her music <laughs> career is like, is, what? Well, I think um, the the <laughs> negative side of her signs Why? is that a lot, like Virgo, Leo, Libra, they're all one. They all like sit next to each other when we look at like. So Leo season is followed by. Wait, is that right? Yeah, Leo season is followed by Virgo season, which is followed by Libra season. Mm-hmm. I love to sit next to each other. They sit right next to each That's other. That's so fun. They're friends at the lunch table. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I, I like to think of the Zodiac as a lunch table. A I, like to, I like to think about, have you seen Inside Out? The movie? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. I like to think about each of the Zodiac signs or like as the like planets. A guy. Or like the planets in like someone's chart as like the little guys being like, you should do this. And then the other one being like, no. That's an amazing visual image. Mm-hmm. And also that one, I'm picturing like the Mean Girls lunch table like explanation scene. Oh. You have the Libras who care way too much what people think. Yeah. You have the Virgos who are judging you and themselves at the same time. Tina Fey, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> if that sketch has been made, I'm sure. Has to be. Has, and if it Paul hasn't, humor, let's and if, it. And if somebody, <laughs> could, if somebody at College Humor could link that to us, we'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And sponsor the pod. Yeah. You. And you know what? If you're getting... <laughs> Us. I if don't know if you guys do podcasts, but we'll show up. If you're getting seed funding, invest in us. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. Um, sorry. I don't know what just <laughs> She's happened. a businesswoman at heart. Yeah. I yeah. see that. Uh, That's the Aries in you. The goal-getter. The, me, the my, boss, my boss telling me I'm going to be paid $14,000 less a year. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a businesswoman because I just <laughs> said, oh my God, that sounds awesome. Thank you. I hate living on this timeline for you. No problem. It's, it's no problem. Not good. It's not good. I can't wait for someone to do a rewatch podcast of this rewatch. <laughs> the, the, the HBO Girls rewatch podcast. Rewatch, rewatch. podcast. <laughs> that would be so brutal. 
The like, way Amelia lost her job. She lost 14K here, did nothing about it. <laughs> and let's see how impacted her as the seasons to come. Me, oh, she's on the streets. Me spending three seconds thinking about other people analyzing us in the way we analyze these girls just made me so afraid to be alive. <laughs> well, and oh, it's raining. I the way we well. talk about these girls, if somebody was talking about every one of my moves the way I am talking about these fictional girls' moves, I'd be upset. But also, I think it's okay because they're fictional girls. But okay, and I forgot for a second that they're not real. They're not, well, well is Hannah Horvath Lena Dunham? That is still ultimately no, the question. No, 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 no. But mo- mostly, mostly. Mostly. <laughs> In no, some sense. No, 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 no. But for most of the part, yeah. Have any of the girls, like, like listen to your podcast, do you know yet? We are pretty sure Lena has seen a clip. I believe that. And Jemima does follow us. Period. Yes. Work. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Living, laughing, and loving. Um, what was the thing you said earlier? Like, respect, care, confidence. I don't remember saying that. I don't that. remember. But I wanted Leave it, it to a Gemini t-shirt. to put words in someone else's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last girl, Hannah. Hannah fucking Horvath. Sorry, I for a second I was like, we missed someone, but we didn't. We didn't. What do no. you think Hannah is? I think some sort of summer sign. Is Wait, that- Leo... But she's not like um, ambitious in that kind of fiery way. She's not a fiery girl. She's kind of like, she's definitely going to be one of those signs that you never really hear about. Like what's the least popular, like Aquarius or something? Cole's like ready for the reveal. Wait, I just want to say Leo because all I know about Leo is my brother and there's a lot of pride. Oh yeah, but Mm. Hannah doesn't have that much pride, does she? I, I mean, little. I guess her being like, Girl, I'm, too, she quits GQ? I'm too good to work for she's, GQ. Yeah. It's like Jessica Williams is And she quits Iowa because she thinks she's too good for Iowa. Which is also like, are you? No one's too good for Iowa. I'm too good for Iowa. I'm I will never good. live in that state. Me neither. It's the number one writing program in the world. Oh, okay, I'm not going to state of Iowa? No shade to any of our listeners from well, Sorry, from but Iowa, I want to live but... in a state that has kombucha at every bodega. Thank you. That's how it should be. <laughs> There's no bodegas even in Iowa. Exactly my <laughs> point of it. You have to drive to a Circle K. <laughs> and it's probably 40 minutes away. <laughs> I'm crying. They only have Trilogy Synergy flavor. And you're only... Well, I don't... <laughs> Neither of you are from the Midwest, are you? No. Do you know Giant Eagle? No, and I hope to never find out. It's a grocery chain. It's like I actually okay. I literally read an article this morning, and by that I mean it was it was a TikTok about an article about how Chapel Roan is changing the face of the Midwest. Growing up in the Midwest, it is insane. Chapel Roan is yeah. She's changing the face of Midwest because you're yeah with out. her with her debut album, The Rise and Fall of a Midwestern Princess, mm-hmm. which is interesting because Megan Stalter had a special about being Midwest. Can you give me three minutes on it? I just want three minutes on that. This is really interesting to me. You want to say? Wait, why is the Midwest around? changing? She's um, she's taking she's taking all of the um at least how I perceive it and how I interpret. She's taking all of like the the traditional concepts of what the Midwest experience is, which is kind of like as- like aspirational in the sense of like, I can make it somewhere, but also very like hodunk country, um, but also very repressed. And I think mm-hmm. she's kind of, at least how I receive her music, because um, I'll be honest, I don't listen to interviews or anything like that. If she were to you walk in this room and be like, to. hi, nice to meet you. I'd be like, I, I don't know who you are, woman. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but I do know her sound and I do love the sound. Uh, I think that it, it it really just creates this, lovely experience that reclaims um like midwest culture in a positive way mm-hmm. where it's like there is a nice tone to it i don't know because like, you know what in the south you have so many forms of art and expression where it's like there is country there's jazz there's 
I, I mean, there is like such a distinct culture and there's these avenues of creation that you have, of course, on the coastal cities, but the Midwest has never really had that same, except for rock and roll hall of fames here. But like, there's really not that much and rock corn. and roll. There's I corn also feel like in the American dream and the way that it's portrayed through creative yeah. careers has in like the last century or even like the last decade it's been a lot focused on the idea of like leaving your hometown to go make it big in the big city Mm -hmm. and say i don't recognize that that was where i used to be i'm creating this specific life for myself in the city i'm recreating myself rather than taking my experience there and and making art and applying that to like and here's what I've learned and marrying those two things. Don't you feel? No, what you said I makes so like, much sense. I feel like, so like even millennial like sitcoms or whatever are so like, we are the city elite now mm-hmm. with no recognition of like, I grew up in this like random state. Yeah. Where it's like, you are seeing with like newer HBO shows or even the focus of like TV shows selling when they're not in New York or LA based cities. Yeah. Like Bridget Everett's Somebody Somewhere, where it's like, let's actually dive into like the nuance of living in a town like that. It's toxic. Anyways. Oh, no, it's a really good. I mean, we really, I guess. I guess wrong podcast, but. Uh, wrong podcast, great I tangent. I had to get it out. I had to get it out. <laughs> well, there's kind of a Midwestern. I mean, Hannah's parents live in Han- Michigan. Yeah. And this is the exact yeah. experience of Hannah, where she has to leave Michigan to go to New York to have creation. And she goes to Iowa because she's lacking that same sense of like creative freedom in the air. And like, she just feels overwhelmed because no one's really resonating with her work. And in New York, you can really, even if someone's not resonating with your work in New York, you always find someone else who can. At Iowa, she just like hit a wall. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I also feel like I'm almost like two years in New York and I feel like I've spent these two years so much trying to become like what a girl in New York would be rather than being like what a, girl who is me is doing in new york well and i think that's something that i mean i've lived in new york now for almost five years mm-hmm. so i've got three years on you um i, I think right here, i left here one through three we can tell <laughs> okay and i was talking to amelia <laughs> that statement was directed at amelia not evan i need a bite of a slim joke <laughs> do you want do you want some no i'm kidding <laughs> um i think right around that two-year mark was when i like realized i was like uh, well, granted, I also had like the pandemic during my second to year. To really reckon. But to really reckon where I was like, oh, so much of the first like six months that I lived in the city, I was trying so hard to be a certain image of what I thought a queer person from the Midwest, sh- how how wow. I should exist in, in New York City. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I actually fucking hate this person. I was like, I don't know this person. I don't connect with this person. This person is selling my, like selling their soul to achieve a goal that everyone wanted for me, but that I didn't actually want myself. Mm. And it, like, it was right around year two where I was like, I just need to change. I need to like finish it up, like shake it up and just do something different and let myself really reconnect to my roots. Granted, I would never move back home. I would never move back mm-hmm. to the Midwest. It is not a place that I it's enjoy existing. More of like, so you moved to Bushwick. <laughs> so I moved to Bushwick. Yeah, it's been more of like, oh, I should quit renting from Newly and try a different spot. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's just, what I mean. It's like, maybe I should try out Craigslist instead of Street Easy. Yeah, uh-huh. that's where, that's what's really happening well, right now. You can now. find some good spots on Craigslist. Oh, don't I know it. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> We are going through it. We might have a new apartment, a new set in this next episode. Oh, this is okay. So sorry. Let's do our final guesses for so, Hannah. So sorry, we're guessing the series. We're, we're talking guess about Hannah. What? What's after Aquarius? In Pisces. The, Pisces, and then what? Aries. I'm gonna say, stick with Leo. Tbh. Okay. I feel like surprised me. I don't know. So. Hannah is, um, I talked about this a little bit. I was considering how everyone played together. Hannah is one of the signs that um, 
has a little combination of the girls. So I gave Hannah a Gemini sun. I gave her a Leo moon. And I gave her a Pisces rising. Okay. Okay, so I was on to something. She had like a little bit of each of them. Yeah, she's every woman. Reason, Uh. I almost gave her a Virgo sun because in astrology, so if she was a Pisces rising, her sun would fall in the seventh house. We see that she has such an importance placed on like relationships and like experience, like learning things through relationships. Mm. Um, but then I thought maybe I'm changing my mind now, right, right now as I'm describing okay. it, okay. I'm going to take away Gemini and throw back in Virgo, Virgo Ooh. sun, okay. Leo moon, uh, Pisces rising. I will say it you heard it here first. You, you heard it here first. When I changed that my mind. It did hurt me as a Gemini. <laughs> well, well, also I am a Gemini, so I had to acknowledge, you know, a sister that I can connect with. Um, so backtrack, uh, Virgo sun, Leo moon, Pisces rising. So my initial thought when I was thinking about her being a Virgo is like, she has one, she's super self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. She also like her OCD ticks is something that can be very much associated to Virgo type energy of like, Oh, something's not going wrong. I have to clean. I have to fix. I have to like, you know, pull up my hair, mm-hmm. like pull up my nails, whatever it might be. That type of stuff is like that Virgo antsiness that we see a lot of. Marnie doesn't fully express that. She expresses more of that, like, it has to be perfect uptight. Mm-hmm. Whereas Virgo as well, great communicator, amazing writer. Anyone who has Gemini or Virgo energy in their chart is kind of has that call to be like, hey, you she should She is amazing at communication. I'll um, give her that much. Yeah, say what you will about the girl. She knows how to I mean, tell a story. We just did the episode where um, Hannah's mom is like, don't date Adam. You don't want to yeah, like, you don't want to raise that kid. Mm-hmm. And she is like, you are being very unkind to me right now. And I'm yeah. like, literally, I would never think to say that to somebody. Well, she she knows how to be like cutting. She yeah. knows, like, but like cutting in a way where it's like. From like not an emotional outlash. Wh- from like a core knowledge. Yeah. Where it's it's like core, this, yeah. this yeah. is like, she's like, this is the tea. Just, like, yeah, like, it's not like, and you look stupid because I'm mad at you. It's like, and this is your biggest flaw. She, and I noticed yeah. this years ago she and I'm bringing people. it up now. She's observational. Virgo. She sees people. And when she says something mean, she Virgo. means it. Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah, I would not want to get, I would not want to set that girl off because I know the way she would cut me would leave a mark. That's <laughs> like when people insult your appearance or like, okay, whatever. I, it's like, it does hurt, but it's like $20,000 can change that. Yeah. When someone insults your personality, it's like $20,000 can Did you say cannot change that. Your looks? You yeah. said your parents. I said parents? Yeah. I heard looks. Oh. I was like, $20,000 can fix and so cut all that, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> we listened back. I said parents. <laughs> uh, well, and then, what did, what did I specifically write? Um, th- so this is the note that I wrote <laughs> I like you laughing. Good writer. Kind of narcissistic, self-deprecating victim complex. Mm, victim complex uh, is huge. She's well, always like, my editor died. My <laughs> editor died. So, well, and that's where it's like that woe is me sense that Hannah kind of holds mm. is very, very Pisces. Where, you know, we talked about Jessa having Pisces energy, but she exists in that Pisces energy of like just living. And this is all the complexities of astrology. Mm-hmm. Pisces can also be super self-deprecating in the sense of like, I don't know what to do. Woe is me. The world is crumbling. It's not, it's not the dream fantasy that I thought it was. Whereas where that intellectual Virgo comes in and says like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. Now I have to say, woe is me. And then that Leo moon Anytime something goes wrong for someone else, she finds a fucking way to bring it back to herself. 
Lit- oh, lit- is- my, my editor died. Now my book is it's like, girl, your Whoa. editor is dead. That Leo one was really good. She knows how to like she. Yeah. She really knows, knows how, how to, to be like, back. oh, this thing happened. That's my problem. Exactly. When it's not. It's when it's like, like, what? No, I just got punched, you know, and someone stole my purse and you just happened to be across the street. But she had to witness that trauma and that's actually hard for someone. It is so hard for someone <laughs> to watch someone else get punched. It, is it so can be true. really hard for people. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So Hannah just kind of sits in this overthinky, self-deprecating kind right, of Right, like, which we I think we really see her self-deprecating. Like, we don't see it all the time, but we really see it come out in situations where it's like the Jenny Slate character, like having the book uh-huh. and her being like, I thought everything in the world was about me. You think other people are doing well in other ways? This is can't be it. <laughs> well, <laughs> this won't do. But I also think like when we think about like her arc and her storyline throughout is that She's super self-aware. Like she, totally. she like kind of knows that she's kind of a bitch sometimes. She knows, and she the- knows that she's doing things that are like reckless and stupid. But she does. She's doing it for a purpose. She's trying it's, to create a plot. I think exactly. she's self-aware because so many people tell her things about herself too. Totally. Like I think she's self-aware Fair, yeah. where in fact where it's like people are like you're a narcissist. She's like yeah, everyone tells me I'm a narcissist. Like, yeah, what is it? It's like people have been telling me I've been narcissistic since I'm eight. I like people know. love to give Hannah feedback because they, I feel like they see the worst parts of themselves in her. So they're like, they want to. I well, and I that's think, why I was almost leaning towards Gemini a little bit because yeah. I, was, I was like, I think that she embodies a lot of what other people give her, right? And a lot of like what other people like. If you're vibing with her and having a good time, Hannah can kind of be cunt. Like she can kind of turn. I the know. Oh, girl! In this rewatch, my main takeaway has been like Hannah's actually kind of a fun girl. Yeah, she like oh, knows she's, fun. she's like down to. Clown. She's down to she have a good time. She's dancing at weddings. She's mm-hmm. having fun. She's like, she's willing to like, she's willing to go there and like have a good time. But also, she is like super critical and like. Mm. So that's why, like, I I was like mm, Virgo, Gemini. It could go either way, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But I think that Leo Moon is where we see a lot of like the unfortunately like negative qualities that people talk about when they talk about Hannah is mm-hmm. that sense of uh, she only talks about herself. She only cares. But that's Leo Moon. We see it with Marnie. They have this, in my opinion, they have the same moon sign. That's why they are like the two besties. Ooh. They like get yeah. along so well is because the world both revolves around them, but because they have that synchronicity, the world revolves around the other person as well. Where it's like, they are kind of like in their own. That's why Virgo sun, Leo They're moon going together. around the universe together. together. They? Yep. Mm-hmm. Going around that the universe together. So My real. jaw is open. I wonder if Amelia and I have the same. We don't, but could we? What? You we have the same have, moon. We have the same moon. Scorpio moon. So that it's the same law applies. I would say in a sense, yeah. No, probably not as strongly as Marnie and Hannah because they have sun moon in my opinion. And now before we get into the way the girls are interacting because of their signs, we'll take a quick break. And we're back. Oh my God. Cole, tell... Okay, now that we know all the girl signs, we have to know how these signs, bulletin board, what's uh-huh. the map, what are we talking about? Yeah. My first and foremost question is what the hell are Hannah and Marnie doing? Because they're like besties, but they're always fighting and they're always being evil, but they're always like coming back around to each other. It's like, they're always... Mm. Yeah, uh-huh. They're always button heads. They're always fighting, doing that shit. So it, whenever I... So we're getting into what we call sinistry. In astrology, Ooh. which is essentially a fancy word. This for is what co- you pay extra on CoStar for. So well, this thank is God. What, I, what I charge extra for as well. <laughs> I was a, you want to talk about sinistry, baby? I double my price. The, I'm the at ad that charts. we just break for is um you. It's me. <laughs> it's actually me. <laughs> it's actually you. This is uh sponsored, but also not sponsored because um, well, I just had to pay my taxes and they were quite oh. expensive. 
Yeah, being self-employed is all fun and games until, until you owe the IRS twenty-two thousand dollars. <laughs> it's all fun and games. Well, I always say um, I'm I am the most liberal person you would meet until April fifteenth. April fifteenth mm-hmm. comes around and baby, I am your HRH. Hello, my, <laughs> my birthday is April fourteenth, and it's like everyone's in a bad mood on my birthday because yeah. they are. Getting you should start like, telling people your birthday is April sixteenth. Right, right, right. Yeah. After after it's been after, done. after it's when's over. refund day? That's when your birthday. Should yeah, be. that's when your birthday should be refund day. Refund June six. Period. That's I my birthday. That up, is it? Yeah, June six is my birthday. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is, girl. I just said your birthday. On yeah. As a random date. It wasn't random because you knew it was my birthday. I had no idea. <laughs> That's actually really mean, and you really helped through my birthday party this wow. year. That was in June. It was June. Fuck I cannot it. believe I said a random day, and it was the day <sighs> you were born. That's kismet. Is it? It's actually even mean. Do you like that I'm wearing <laughs> stars on my boobs for this episode? I do. I yeah. Oh really my thematic. god! I should put a star on. I thought about wearing um my like little star earring, but the clasp was broken. Fuck. We could have safety pin it. We'll ADR it. We'll ADR it. I almost talking about, uh, do you know what E6000 is? No. no. It's, it's like, a glue. It's the oh, glue yes, yes, drag yes, queens it. use to like rhinestone shit. I almost mm. thought about this gluing oh, it to my yeah. ear. Why you know what? I, I actually do have a, a thing of it in my drawer. Do so you really? I can't believe I didn't know what it was. I am fake. always fake. getting. Um, Gemini fake. <laughs> I'm always getting TikToks of like, girls, life hack for your wedding. Super glue with eyelash glue, the necklace to your neck. So it doesn't wiggle and wobble. I'm like, I like that. Sorry. A girl has to get a perfect photo on her wedding. It's worth the little rash. I don't know. Why is everybody wearing little tiny necklaces that are going to move around on Thank their wedding you. day? Good there point. has to be a better way. Also, if it's your wedding and you're throwing, I famously, I don't like like um, the, the spectacle of a wedding where it's like standing there, like watching them like kiss and like say their vows. I don't give a shit. I want to go to the party after. I'm oh, listening. girl. I want to show up late. I'm like, sorry, my heel broke. Like, I want a reason to not go to the ceremony. So fuck bad. the ceremony. The spectacle of the ceremony is like ridiculous to me. The spectacle of wedding in general is appalling. You would have hated bar mitzvahs because it's like everything's not even in English and they're doing the same thing. And it's, and it's for a 15 year old. Yeah. It's Who for gives 13. a fuck about 15 year old? Oh, it's 13. 14? 14? 13. I'll 13? never forget when 14 I. And they're losers. Oh, I'm thinking Quinceanera. The 15. one. <laughs> the one bar mitzvah I went to, I went to the ceremony and I was like, why is Brooke Herzog reading the Bible? Right, hello. <laughs> I was so confused. And she's like, I had to study and memorize that for months and months. And I was like, well, that's not fun. But. Her bat mitzvah had this photo booth thing where it printed Word. out a booklet that made a GIF when you flip through it. Like, <gasps> oh yes, I love like this. analog world GIFs. You go really fast. It was a boomerang before boomerangs were. Existed. That is so cunty. <laughs> I live Hannah Marnie. So Hannah and Marnie, same sun, same moon. And when I look at astrology, and whenever someone's like, "Oh, I want to like look at my partnership with someone," I look for just enough similar, but just enough different because. Mm. I know a few people who have dated someone who's been like a day or two days like after like they were born like oh, like two really? days and like that is just too much similar with astrology. So I think a lot of the tension we see between Marnie and Hannah is because that same sun, same moon, Virgo sun, Leo moon really does create that sense of this is how the world should be. It is also my world and everyone else revolves around totally. me so where they exist in that space of like, well, this is going wrong with me and that's going, and where it's like, okay, girls, but everyone's got problems. Everyone's got a life. Well, sorry, just a little tangent, but what do you think's worse? Have a birthday that's similar or have the same name as your partner? Cause every day I'm meeting gay couples in the town and same they name. both name the same thing. Sa- na- same name is the worst. My, Bless my ex. I don't think he's ever going to listen to this. Um, don't say that her name was Cole. No, his name is Ryan and his um, his boyfriend's name is Ryan. It's, I mean, all I the don't time. get it. L- listen. I mean, it, and I mean, I know at least five gay couples that are all 10 of them are named Ryan. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, wait, wait, someone was like, like, Tyler and Tyler, like Ryan and Ryan, Alec and Alec. I know like a Mark and a Mark. And I was like, what the fuck is There's going so on? many gay couples with the same name. Well, and it's worse when they look similar. Thank God my ex and his current boyfriend do not look similar. So that's good. But when you look similar and have the same name, I'm oh, kind of like, bad. oh, you're Leo Sun, Leo Moon, Leo Rising. I literally my whole life have never really interacted with anybody else with my name for some reason. Yeah. But well, now Amelia is the number one baby name in the nation. Is that so, true? Yeah. So literally like for you. 25 years from now, every person I meet <laughs> in their 20s will be named Amelia. Amelia. And I'll be like, you think you're younger than me? Or do you think they're going to all be brown hair, blue eyes too? They do. They gotta be. Statistically, to. probably. <laughs> if anyone's naming their child Amelia. It's something, <laughs> it's it's gonna something look like along this. these lines. Um, <laughs> Or like like um like a like ble- like bleached blonde. Yeah, Ooh. it'll all be like um you know you can change what you look like so easily these days. Well, I would say the original Amelia is Amelia Earhart. She was famously a redhead with uh-huh. curls. She was a redhead. I didn't know she was a redhead. I, she she got eaten by crabs. Did you know that? Oh, the coconut crabs. The coconut crabs ate her up. No, Literally. I think she's still alive today. Like Elvis. Yeah. Period. I mean, she'd be like three hundred. That's no, she would be like no, she no, she would be like 108. That's actually really old still. How when I say 300, I didn't mean 108. By the way, um, and by the way, like Amelia Bedelia is the one that does it for me because she is a true feminist. Like she was like, well, she's black eyes. She was like, you are putting me in traditional women's roles. Well, I'm gonna do terrible at them. Ooh. She's like, I'm going to play stupid, but really, I just don't want to do what's asked of me. I do think Amelia should do a podcast where she talks about other Amelias. Amelia you should go through every episode and talk about a different famous Amelia. Okay, perfect. Amelia Earhart. Amelia's Amelia Rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And the only people, I'll do it in 25, or I'll do it when all the Amelias yeah, are, like, are like 19, because like college is really when a podcast hits the spot. Mm-hmm. So I'll, when, I, when all you Amelias grow up and be 19, I'll make a podcast just for for you <laughs> all our listeners all the women amelia. who shaped your journey i don't think we have a single amelia listener i swear to god if you're named amelia and reach reach out of your listener and um, we'll... i'd love to connect the sinistry yeah so i but i think the reason that they always come back together is because what's nice about having familiarity between is that there can be understanding mm. right and there can be that synchronicity but they have just enough different the rising sign and Fun little astrology thing. So each of the planets um, are ruled by a particular sign. Libra, Libra rising, Marnie, is ruled by Venus. Venus is exalted, which is like the highest, purest, like best expression of a planet in the sign of Pisces. Hannah having a Pisces rising. So they have this like interesting, at least in my opinion, connection of like sympathy, love, understanding for each other, Mm. even though they push each other's buttons a lot. By having sex with their ex-boyfriends. But I will say who does push your buttons most is the people most similar to you. 100%. Yeah, because you see what you don't like about yourself in them and then you're like... Oh, that's why you can't mm-hmm. be born on the same day. And My sister is born on the same day it. as me, and she's three years younger. And it's like that's been a prison forever. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you you, you, you know how bad it is. Celebrate your birthdays together. One time in middle school, my friends threw me a surprise party and my dad yelled at me at the party for not having my friends sing happy birthday to my sister. They had never met her or knew it was her birthday. And I was like, all right, I am a terrible sister. You're so right. You said that is so valid. It's a surprise party. had nothing to do with you. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like being blamed for that. Period. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. Add a name, add a name. Yeah, they're like, they're like, <laughs> the why cake. does it, why does it only say Amy on this cake? I'm like, all right, <laughs> I didn't make it. Uh, but I will say in high school, and you know what? You have I, to stop making cake sense. <laughs> You're like, I didn't make that cake, but I'm like every other cake. Every on other cake. I know. Anytime a girl in this town has a birthday, I'm like, I made you a cake. By the way, I don't know. Why. I don't know you, but here's a cake. I don't know why I woke up today and knew I had to for some reason, and I just brought it around with me, hoping it was someone's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, in high school, I was like me and I had two best friends um, who are also Aries, and we were like known in like our were you the high Aries? school. We were like the Aries trio. Like everybody knew we that were Aries. Horrifying. We were obsessed <laughs> with being trio. like. Yeah, we're all fire signs. <laughs> we're the triple A's. Watch out! I love that, Amy uh, Aries. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, I mean, Aries. Wait, are Jessa and Shoshana? How are they two? Um. So they have. And their family, too. Let me pull up my notes. Yeah. They are um, they are family. They do have a nice little bit of similarity. Their moons are sister signs. Gemini moon, Sagittarius. Shoshana, Gemini Got moon. You. Jessa, Sagittarius moon. Checking my notes. Because they're yep. not best friends, but they are connected. Well, and I think what I find interesting about their relationship is they both have that, you know, Jessa, that Taurus sun, um, Shoshana, that Capricorn sun. So they do have that sense of like presence they do have that sense of like okay we're here we're like let's like let's what the fuck is actually going on they know how to be in the moment um but i think where they find that tension is that they they have pretty much just that like familial tie mm. right and that's mm. what i think calls them together because they have that similar moon where it's like okay yeah we have sister sign moons we have this familial connection but do we actually have anything in common no, no. Mm. they don't in my and they don't it's can like your genetics play into your oh i'm sorry can your genetics play into your astrology or has nothing to do with it? Can what? Your genetics play into your astrology at all? Genetics? No. The um, the astrology of the people that you were raised by? Yes. So in a sense, oh. your genetics can play into your astrology, but it's more sort of just like environmental factors. Okay. Interesting. Like, I, just want, I was trying to understand if there's a familiar connection through astrology as well there well you can find a familial connection as well like literally through the chart so my mentor and i we did like a whole deep dive of like my family's charts recently uh we all have like very saturn heavy charts which mm. is like you know overworking ourselves like go-getters very ambitious but like kind of like self-deprecating and like very too critical on themselves so we all like all of like my mom my dad my brother my sister like we all have this saturn energy so like we carry that familial karma it ties into karma more than genetics oh yeah i'm Whoa. always curious karma. about well also i think it's funny when people are like astrology is so woo woo like the stars have nothing to do with you and i'm like you think the stars have nothing to do with you? Like, last time I checked, the moon literally invented the ocean's whole literally. thing. Literally. And you're saying the solar system has no, no relationship? Well, and also, I think that it is just such so like funny. a... That's such like a Leo moon mindset to assume that, like, other things don't affect you. Mm. Um, because at the end of the day, we are just, like, little specks of dust floating on, like, a big rock. Not to get existential, but... No, I really to, like, like that. To assume it's that... It's not existential to state scientific fact. Hello. No, literally. But to assume... I mean, we also... <laughs> yeah, the Big Bang... Th is the Big Bang Theory proven yet? Or is it still just I a think theory? It's, okay, so you know what had happened was, is that they thought they proved it, and then they're like, wait, we don't actually know. And now they're kind of being like, wait, but I do think so. Got Does it. Does that read for listeners? I sure. hate young Sheldon. 
Oh, I, was too. I hate thing. Sheldon, period. I hate when Sheldon, period. When you brought the Big Bang Theory, my was like, actually, I hate young Sheldon. <laughs> Have you ever watched the Big Bang Theory and been like, this oh, is a good show. this show hates women? No, Yeah, every time. I'm like, I didn't know feminism was so far behind. It, the Big Bang Theory, people who like the Big Bang Theory, I'm sorry, you're a nerd, too. Grow up. Oh, God, it's on the buses now. They're advertising Big Bang Theory <laughs> again. They're like, Pix 11 showing. Move out of your mother's basement. I'm like, why is it still on ads? Why are we still promoting the Big it Bang is, Theory? The, the Big Bang Theory oh. is literally just for people who get off watching Star Wars. We, and I said, right. we need to set Kel- Kaylee right. Coco free. They have a, a, a Jabba the Hutt fantasy. Wait, what's the what's the Jewish girl who's actually a scientist on that show? Mia. Oh, the one who now does long form video essays on YouTube. I watch them all yeah. the time. She talked about open relationships this week. She got the glasses. Or a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, she's uh-huh. like, what's I'm her much, name? Mia? I don't know. The way she she's an actress since she was like twelve as well. The way she, she has pivoted PhD. to being John Green is amazing. I love that for her. Yeah. Listen, I think that everyone's career trajectory should eventually get to John Green. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how all animals evolve into crabs. It's Literally, like everyone should evolve into John. John Green. <laughs> you should die, John Green, everyone. Yeah, uh-huh. That is gorgeous. I love it. Um, now, let's think about... <laughs> yes, let's think. Now, let's think about <laughs> well, I Hannah really- and, and Jessa. Jessa. Hannah and Jessa. So... I think that's such an interesting relationship. So, Hannah and Jessa have that same Pisces rising. Um, they have similar types of moons, right? Sagittarius moon, Leo moon, they're both fire moons. But what I think the, the nice sort of nuance is that, uh, Hannah's son, Virgo's son would sit in Jessa's seventh house, right? And in Sinistry, whenever you have someone else's personal planets sit in the seventh house, which is the house of relationships, partnerships, there's always a very strong connection there. Some would call it karmic. Some would call it like that sense of like, oh, I just, I've known this person forever. And I think that's where we see that, um, that I think that Jessa and Hannah have like in, in, a, in a really interesting sense, like the purest friendship of like any of the girls in the group. Yes. Marnie and Hannah, we see them as like, you know, kind of always locked to the hip, so to say. But I think the, the tenderness that Hannah and Jessa approach each other, like Hannah kind of acknowledges like, yeah, Jessa's a mess, but. Like is always there yeah, to support. Yeah, I we're think, full and I think Jessa, that's what we always say on this podcast. It's, yeah, it's most um, prominently showcased when Jessa is getting married and the marriage fails with Thomas John, mm-hmm. and it's like Jessa does not know how to talk about like why she is sad about it. Yeah, and Hannah is like, I get it. Like, come into the tub with me. I'm here for you. Well, I think that Hannah also has. I mean, because Hannah is such a critical like analytical person and Jessa her like she lives in this like very ethereal place Mm. I think there's something about how they ground each other and how they're you know sinistry looking at I mean that that Virgo which can be very very stabilizing for someone with a lot of chaotic Pisces energy Mm. her Taurus sun the, the moon signs just vibing having a good time of just yeah I get it yeah I I think that they really they have like a special sense of like um what I would call just like knowing they just like, like, girl, I get it. Yeah. You don't have, you like, you, you don't have to what? get into it. I get it. Like, yeah. I know what you're going through. Yeah. You don't have to say anything. There Whereas, like, with Marnie and Hannah, I think there's this sense of it's like, cerebral. It's much more cerebral. Yeah. Like, they, they have to talk it out. They have to, like, whereas with Jessa and Hannah, they're just kind of like, I But got, such Jessa's essence, too. Like, Hannah's really bouncing off the people she's interacting with in a way, because mm-hmm. we see her as this, like, touched on, like, the way she interacts with Adam or Jessa or Marnie. Like, she can wholly read into other people's energies and kind of, I mean, she's so herself, but she really can accommodate others' energies. I feel like is yeah. that is that play into her chart at all? 
Yeah, Pisces rising. Pisces I mean, rising. Pisces, um, so Pisces, again, is the witchiest, most spiritual, the most ethereal. Whenever you have like Pisces placements in your chart, usually we as astrologers like, oh, you have like psychic abilities. Empath, like empathic, empath, empath vibes. I think I'm psychic. Just like being able to just like, it's like, oh, I, I can sense that you're in a bad mood and I can sense that it's maybe something I should ask about or something that I shouldn't ask about. Mm. I think that they have a really beautiful mutual understanding but they also know how to fun, like have fun. They also know, okay, here's the moment where, you know, just a Hannah where it's like, let's do something, right? Let's be active. But here's the moment where, yeah, we need to like sit in the bathtub together and just like vibe and just have, like, I think they have, they're, they're the most similar in my opinion. And why do you think Hannah's so drawn to water? She's a Pisces rising. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe no, why am I always wanting to go to sea? Because I'm, I'm a fire sign. Yeah, but you have why a Scorpio my... moon. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. Scorpio moon. It's gorgeous. Lovely little Scorpio and moon. Why out of one of three times when someone asks, or we're guessing where people are from, we're like, oh, where are you from? I can I, In my head before they say it, I already know where they're from when I meet people for the first time. Scorpio moon? Psychic? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's just like a fun little Or quirk. am I really judgmental? <laughs> uh, I think I think you're a worldly person who has uh, probably gathered a lot of very keen observations on other people and you have that Gemini you're sort the of smartest like, person alive we're Paul. like tell us it's about the stars and you're like that one might just be you <laughs> but I think but because you have that Gemini energy which is very keen very perceptive and kind of just I mean able to pull out the most random bullshit from like wherever Gemini is able to say like oh this person like let's say you have like three people one's from New York one's from the Midwest one's from the South and they just like kind of look how they look I, I would assume because of your Gemini energy is so perceptive you would probably be able to analyze okay well I know people from the South. I know people from the Midwest. I know people from New York. I could probably pick out which where they fall because of that Gemini. You are so smart, Cole. Thank you. I swear to yeah, God. Yeah, you're literally being a genius on our podcast. <laughs> We're being Sorry. little idiots. For, <laughs> anyone, idiots. for anyone out there who says we don't bring enough geniuses on the podcast, have, well, your, your prayers have been answered. Have people said that? Yeah. Somebody, every week. Somebody <laughs> left an amazing comment on our TikTok this week and was like... Oh, I love this comment. Um... These no, I, I these hosts don't really bring on guests who have any expertise on this, but I don't care. Or one no, no, was no, no, like, no, one no. was like, yeah. So, I love girls though, and the other person commented exact. Um, no, no, I can I do let's it? Do I'm sorry, I can actually do it. Okay, let's yeah. I'm sorry, it. you can do it exactly. But this is exactly what happened. Where um, Amelia's right. Where it's like these hosts never bring on people that know anything about girls. And the next comment is someone like, but who cares? It's still fun. And then the next, the same person's like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is fan mail. This is ultimately fan Literally. mail. Literally. Listen, that's the price you pay. We for have being to do famous. actually an episode to read all the hate comments. I know. Wait, that would be so fun to do an episode where we because they're so specific. There's really, they're really interesting hate. hate comments. I well, and as someone who's been in the digital world now for about like two and a half years, like very publicly, it is crazy how like like I the know. things like some the intricacies, the nuance. I'm like, I was like, where did you come up with? <laughs> like, I had someone say one time, um. Oh, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially something to the fact is like, I have never seen a more intelligent, dumbass Gemini in my life talk about the most accurate, but also asinine thing in the world. And it was like one of my videos where I'm like, Zodiac signs as like different like toes or some like totally. some du- su- like stupid bullshit like that. And I was like, 
You could have just said that you don't like the video. No, no, he it liked the video. Like he really liked the I video. I don't know. Actually, I it's, it's, that it was, it's so like, cutting. But like, but it's like, so accurate and so cutting. But like you, like, you insulted me and complimented me and said that the video yeah. was asinine, but also like accurate. I was like, where do? How do I? It is so. Just tell me. Like, that's a just say, just say heart yeah, emoji exactly. or like thumbs down emoji. No, no, no. no I honestly love the feedback you could have ever gotten because it's like you're talking about toes that is really stupid, but you're doing it in the smartest way possible. Yeah, I get, I get that type of shit all the time where people are like, this is the dumbest thing, but also the most accurate thing no in the world. literally and i'm like that's okay. actually what exactly everyone should be doing though it's I like posted... you're having fun while being smart. no don't do it it's my brand <laughs> i'm sorry sorry no one else be fun and smart at the same time yeah, that's, one, that's, that's my thing pick, pick one, one pick one, pick one. <laughs> i posted like a stand-up clip and all the comments are like actually technically really good joke but because she's talking the way she's talking <laughs> I'm gonna kill her with a gun. And I'm like, honestly, Slay. <laughs> Technically amazing writing. They're like, she's actually good at what she's doing, but I don't like hearing it from her. That's literally every single comment I got. And I'm like, that is the story of our lives. My favorite comments I get are when I, because whenever I like post, I'll post like very arbitrary things where it's like zodiac signs as, or like ranking the zodiac signs based on the, the most recent one that I did, like is doing quite well on Instagram. Um, most likely to start drama based on like uh, if they were on the Real Housewives, like for no mm. reason. And all these people are like, wrong. I am a cancer and I start drama all the time. I'm like, you want to brag about that? Yeah, girl. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know that was something to be proud of. Girl, what girl are you? Girl, what girl are you? Jessa. <laughs> Um, no, people are really proud of getting starting drama because they almost have nothing else going on. So well, they actually like, really stick to drama. If, if you're so uninteresting that you have to stir the pot in someone else's life, then it's kind of like, maybe go to therapy. They At the end it. of the day, if you're a YouTube creator that just does reactions... Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Come up with your own idea. Us reviewing a podcast or reviewing a show. Well, we mostly talk about ourselves, though. But we're talking mainly about ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're Um, introspective. You You have a point of view. Girl, get get your your Glock. It's It's rapid rapid fire fire time. time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not the Glock. Not the Glock. Okay, okay, okay. Are you a schoolgirl or are you getting schooled, girl? Well, I think this podcast showed that I'm a schoolgirl. I feel like I came in trying to be an idiot, but then I was just far too intellectual for my own good. <laughs> That's so funny. What's your this favorite podcast. utensil? Ooh, I love sporks. Voice of a generation or a voice of a generation? A voice of a generation. Why is Marnie mad at you? Uh, she's mad at me because I'm more popular than her. Ooh. Mm. Are you living in a nice building facing an ugly building or an ugly building facing a nice building? Nice, fa- nice building facing an ugly building. Okay, why is Ray like that? I think Ray is like that because um, Ray was never held as a child. Mm. What do you think, David, the editor that died? Well, he's dead. Um, So (laughs) RIP. David, the editor. um, I don't know. Maybe I think maybe like a Gemini. Period. I don't know. Sujin. 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 What's Sujin's sign? Wait, who is Sujin? Sujin is Greta Lee. She's the one that is. um, Oh, but she's an Aquarius. Jonathan. She's an Aquarius boots. Sujin is an Aquarius. <laughs> Period. Um, okay, wait. We have to know. We have to have to know. What sign is Tally Schifrin? I think Tally Schifrin is an Aries. <laughs> I think she is an I Aries. every time. <laughs> I think she's an Aries with a Gemini moon. Ooh. And what's Hannah's mom? Oh, Hannah's mom is a Capricorn. And what about Tad Horvath? Tad Horvath. Tad Horvath. Um, I think he's a Cancer. 
Yeah. He is so cancer. I think he's very cancer. He's yeah. a cancer in a lot of people's lives, too. Oh, well, God. He's nice. <laughs> no, Be nice. Yeah. Because um, Hannah's mom is more of like that. I'm sorry, this is rapid fire. But she's more of the one that's like pushing Hannah. Mm. Whereas like her dad's kind of like a little bit more of a pushover. Totally. But like they're also, I, they both have that like nurturance of like, we just want you to do well, which mm. is Cancer Capricorn. Mm. Oh. And when do you think everyone is Saturn returning? Um, when it's least convenient for them. Perfect. And what is Japanese oh. Shoshana's? I think Japan Shoshana is a Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing yeah. that's been more obvious before. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's All the love to her. Okay, and this leads us to her last saggy. That outfit, outfit in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, cosmically, what was going on a Ooh. decade ago versus this decade? If not, no worries. So Saturn would have been in Scorpio. The North Node would have been in Scorpio. Um, oh, actually, that's a really uh, interesting thing to think about. So Scorpio is all about like um, the depths of the reality, like the darkest, more most taboo facets of ourselves. So mm-hmm. the show coming out when Saturn was in Scorpio, uh, which is all about karma, which is all about life lessons. Um, and then the North Node, which is like kind of like karmic destiny, it reveals a whole lot. Um, having those two together in Scorpio when the show came out is interesting because you could think that the show was very taboo in a sense, talking about addressing like a lot of very real topics, but very uncomfortable topics. And for the time, not, not other TV shows were really going, um, that fearlessly. Well, no, Not that many yeah. TV shows were fearlessly going into these conversations. I mean, literally, like, right out of the gate, third episode, abortion episode. Yeah. Like, it was, like, Hannah fucking being naked by some guy that you're, like, I don't know if that's, like, morally good. Like, Also, when Hannah yeah. put her hand on the um, the 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 writer who, like, she went to his house, spoiler alert. Like, and oh, the penis. They just, like, whipped his dick out and, like, she was lying on the bed after they had this big heart-to-heart about, like, how he didn't abuse these girls. And then she's like, penis grab. Yeah. We booked, Crazy. We literally booked a guest for that episode, I think, four months ago. We're still wait. Like, we're just like, we already had the guest lined up <laughs> when we first started this. Um, yeah. No, but you're so right. I feel like the show had a similar impact at the time that, like, Euphoria did. Yes. Right like, during, right like the way mm-hmm. people had the controversy around there, like, kids doing drugs, blah, blah, blah. It's showing this lens where it's, like, it's based in some of its reality. And, like, it is showing, but it's also so extreme and it's really shocking people to record. And then now no one even cares about Euphoria. Well, yeah, yeah, that then begs the question, like, where the planets are aligned in this year that we're reviewing this show? Like, is there something cosmically different? Yeah, so when did you you start the podcast? 2023 in March. In March of this year. So South Node would have... Yeah, South Node would have been in Scorpio, so activating, like, the same type of energy of, like, oh, let's... I mean, in South Node is karmic past, right? So mm. it's, like, very past energy. So it's, like, let's be retrospective on maybe some taboo topics, mm. maybe some nuances in that way. But I think what is more interesting to me is the um, this Saturn and Taurus energy that we've been experiencing this year. So uh, Jupiter has been in Taurus, uh, which is a very expansive of our physical world. So you two taking a perspective of how did this influence, you know, Brooklyn, New York culture, right? And what did it look like? And how do we see semnance carrying through? That's very Taurus and Jupiter, where it's this expansive idea of the very physical world around us. But then we have Saturn, which is currently in Pisces, which moved into Pisces um, right around March of 2020 of this mm-hmm. year. And it really does create this sort of 
Piscean retrospective, like how, do, how can we grow from an analysis of how can we allow ourselves to maybe put ourselves in the shoes, right? Because that very empathetic spiritual sense that Pisces has of, yeah, this is maybe might not be my experience or what mm -hmm. I did or, you know, the, the crazy kooky things that I got up to, but there is maybe something to be learned or to be understood about exploring that and the complexities that come with really appreciating what someone else's narrative might be. So I think yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense why the the pairing of wow this is huge. It just made it sound like what we're doing is actually important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would that say was my so. Main takeaway. Uh, I'm like, oh okay. No, I mean it really. It, what you're explaining, where it's like with the taboo. I mean, this show, all we hear about, especially from like we talk to a lot of millennials that were watching the show or living in the city and like really interpreting. Like they were in Brooklyn when the show was coming out. Yeah, and their whole experience, it's like again reflective of their own but also how controversial it was at the time when this came out so it's like even conversations I, we there's this one antidote where someone was like in their internship and it gets like her two straight men being like oh that girl's show came out finally we get to see what girls look like they're crazy and it's <laughs> all love to them love. well you know um, peace and blessings peace, peace and, and blessings, blessings. <sighs> bless their hearts but it is so like I even think we've had a lot of guests on that are like, this is the first time I've been able to like come out about the fact that I like this show mm. or like they're wanting to preface what any comment they say that speaks nicely of the show yeah. with like, and obviously there's a lot of controversies and so please don't be mad at me. So it's like, people are still kind of operating from right. this idea where it's like, if they say they like this show, they are admitting that they like identify with or see themselves as like evil or wrong or bad or something. And they have to like step back and be like, that's not, there's nuance there. Well, and what I think is interesting about the show coming out when Saturn was in Scorpio is that, again, Saturn's that very dark taboo or Scorpio is that very dark taboo energy. And, What's fascinating about this show, so prior to watching the show, I had really only heard like negative things, full tea. Totally. Where like, I was like, oh, girls is like, you know, it's a bad representation of women. It's very toxic. Like a lot of the things they do glamorizes some really shitty things. And I was like, oh, and sure, there are the moments and like the nuances of like, oh, maybe they shouldn't have gone that far. But also this is real shit that happens. Like girls is such a real, I mean, authentic experience People have abortions. People are in shitty, toxic relationships. People have substance abuse. Sure, should we? Um, and I think the way that girls portrays it is in um not a like a glamorizing light. Like I think upon I think a it's like a lot of times people have difficulty with media being automatically assumed as a glamorization like the idea of yeah. friends where it's like it's an idealistic viewpoint so to make it more grounded in an everyday reality seems like they're breaking some sort of deal or wall or mm -hmm. rule that there was mm. that makes them like have to acknowledge that like if they're watching tv they're automatically trying to see themselves and others because that's how we view media and there's like a discomfort in having to view media where it's like there's real shit and it's like saying yeah. you're like one of these girls is admitting that you have flaws. Well, and I also, I, I think that, um, when the show came out, we were at least in the United States kind of in a very idyllic time. Like, I mean, music and culture was Obama iconic. era, Obama era. Like there was a lot of, there was a lot of like progressive tones happening. Mm -hmm. And since the pandemic, 
a lot of us have kind of said like, oh, we actually don't live in this idyllic word world anymore. So for people to be watching girls during that time, it was probably very jarring to be like, bad things aren't happening in the world. What are you talking about? Things mm. are those like the, the recession's over and like, we're doing well. And like, we have our first black president and like gay marriage is now legalized and all this shit. Like mm -hmm. for them, it was probably very jarring. Whereas now we're like, yeah, the, we're like for sure. The, the curtain has lifted. <laughs> like we know that things are fucked up, but let's just talk about it. Well, I mean, that it's is... also, yeah. Well, I was just going to say that is so interesting because I think the number one comment we get on any of our content is like, Fine, I will rewatch Girls. Like it's like an admission of <laughs> like, oh, fine, this is good. Or it, like, it's a, f it is a fabulous show. Yeah, they're I, like, we there's a reason I binged it in two and a half weeks. <laughs> well, I think it's a show that speaks so differently to you at different points in your life as well. I believe that. Like it's like we again, we always talk about this, but like when you first watch it, your experience of it is, or at least when you're at a younger age, actually, actually at any age, when you're rewatching the show and just like what we've gone through, it just speaks. Again, more highly of like what actual experiences we're reflecting of now. And I mean, it's talking about things that everyday shows talk about now. Like if there's any group of 20 somethings that, that in a TV show, in a TV show they're maybe they're talking about the snorting coke off some random guy's yeah. No, literally, they're doing the same stuff now, just like written worse. And mm -hmm. like it, they're all like some contrived character of like conglomerated like queerness. Well, and I think that that's what I appreciate because with girls to have such like such intense conversations yeah. and like to be portraying such intense things you have to make those characters equally as complex mm. like you couldn't just have someone like let's use hannah for example right if her only ambition was like i just have to be a writer and she's doing all these things without like a motive right or some sort of nuance underneath where you know we see through the layers it's like oh she's doing a lot of these things to to get that story because she's a writer and she has this sort of nervous anxious tick which is why she might be hyper like you get to see the layers unfolding as opposed to in some in some media you're like why does this person suck what's their motive what's their rationale what's their reasoning behind this experience where I think girls really submerses like submerses you from the beginning into their world and into their experience where even when they're doing shitty things or like bad stuff, like karmic labor, like, yeah, girl, you're getting yours, but you're also, you still kind of feel bad. Like there were moments where I was like, I don't want to feel bad for Hannah or Jessa right now, but yeah. I do. No, it's like exactly. Jessa is yeah. literally being evil and we're like, <laughs> and we're still kind of like rooting for her. I'm always like, how'd they do that? just get some help. We It'll need friend groups of four on every TV show. Because <laughs> you do more than that, you're kind of going to overwrite a character. Like you need friend groups of four and they have boyfriends and that's enough. That is yeah. actually all you can ask for. Because once you go more than that, no, nah, you're not going to learn a lesson. And if you go less than that, I think that it just becomes like too much of... Like, it becomes sketch you, comedy. Well, it's, like one narrative. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like okay, Fleabag. I'd like to know about your dead friend a little bit more. Well, and also Fleabag ended after two seasons. So I think that was a perfect... I know. Yeah. We all look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. We love Fleabag. <laughs> um, I do think we need to wrap up here. But this is cool. The wisdom you shared with us I today. Mean, I'm literally in awe and I can't wait to edit this episode so I can listen learn. I want to learn, learn more about astrology after you're, this. You're going to listen back and be like, wait, this girl's actually an idiot. No, well, I'm, I think I'm going to be you're like so even smart. smarter than I thought. It was great because you know what? It also gave Amelia and I both the perspective of astrology, which we lacked. Like we didn't, we don't understand anything really astrologically. So it's a really great way for uh, even our listeners at home that don't know a lot about astrology to like understand it and really contextualize what each of the signs really means. It can 
connected to a character. Like this is such an easier and fun way for people to learn about it. And I think also fun for listeners um, if they have a certain sign and it ends yes. up that their character is like... Sorry, Virgos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for all the Virgos listening, this one's for you. For all the Virgos and the Leo Moons out there. Yeah. This, this episode was for you. Um, but literally... I feel so much smarter and wiser. I think we might have to have you back on to learn more about the boys. Would you I, ever? What's happening with the stars right now? Because we're feeling great. We're feeling good. We're feeling jazz. Yeah. It's eclipse season. I would love to come back and talk about the boys. The boys um, and girls. That could be an amazing part too. The, um, the boys of the girls. Yeah. But for now, thank you guys all so much for listening. Cole, thank you for Anything being you a genius. Cole is live and real. You can see them in person, drag, stand up, you name it. We didn't even bring up Virgo Rising. Vol- v- Vogue. Cole just won a Vogue comp. No, wait, can I say it all over again? Cole just won a drag competition and we'll have their own toy club coming at some point. And once they find a date, we'll, 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 be, plugging. Plugging. we'll be plugging. We'll be plugging. We'll be plugging. And their drag queen name is at Virgo Rising. Check them out. You can also, what's your normal at? Um, so my at, my, my boy at, my astrology, if you're interested in astrology, at JK It's Cole, J K I T S C O L E. And then my my drag one is JK It's Virgo. I'm a Period. slut for I'm a slut for branding. I have a degree in graphic design and marketing. <laughs> I was like, I have to do it. Oh God, you're a genius. So um we'll link everything below, but check them out and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, as a reminder, video version is just on YouTube for now. Please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening. We really love reviews. And um, yeah. Yeah. All love. All love. Yay! Bye. Bye.